Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Geek Flag. I'm your host and dungeon master for this evening, TJ, and you're watching another D&D party. Yay! Woo! Woohoo! Woo! Uh, before before we start, I'd like to throw it to the party. Any any thoughts about uh, anything that might happen tonight? <clears throat> Fear. I'm trying what to figure out words did he just say? how we're going to get out of the tree with all the blocked yeah. passages. We're going to realize we're all trapped and we can't get out. Yeah. And yeah. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna need a montage. Yeah. Let the claustrophobia hey. sink in. Three years. I've already been buried three times. I'm not. I'm okay with it now. I'm not claustrophobic. That would be your mother. <laughs> what about you? What about you, Eslin? You're uh, you're kind of at the epicenter of all of this. Just happy that we got the mission done, and yeah, how are we going to get back to the next part of the murdered mission? Murdered a little girl's soul. Yay, we're not dead! Did not murder, released upon her request. Thank you very uh, much. The, the correction is murder. not dead yet. We'll see if I'm you aware. still share that sentiment at the end of the session. And, uh, yeah, when you, we get all, and you all don't know what she did because you all were frozen, so... Yep. Also true. <laughs> Everybody on the surface is dead. <laughs> why? Why? Why don't we? Uh, why don't we go for a little bit of recap here? Our last session found the party face to face with the stunted form of Morgul, the caustic ruin, the ancient black dragon turned Dracolich by way of his own pride, greed, and fear. Fear that should someone be able to kill him, all that he was would be gone. At first, using the power he had absorbed from his symbiotic re relationship with Aubrielle, whose coffin rested in the middle of the round chamber, he showed the party a vision of the battle he claimed was starting on the surface, showed Eslin her family members being cut down by strange creatures, made an offer to give Naya what she always wanted, the ability to become a full dragon like her father. <coughs> Finally offered Seol power all to try to get like someone to take his phylactery to the surface. However, when he attempted to strike a deal with Rhyolite, there was a moment of hesitation before chiming in, Chosen of Lolf, I have not, I can offer you. I heard that. Sorry, my food got stuck halfway down and I couldn't breathe. Um, we still need you for tonight. Please stop dying in the okay. middle of the recap. Wait until after before you start rolling death saves. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was failing. I failed two. I was almost about to fail my third one. Rylite finding resolve in choosing to help his friends after reciting an impressive monologue, if I do say so, poured all of his magic and power into Naya and Eslin, <clears throat> shattering the vision surrounding them and, in turn, shattering the crystal coffin containing Aubrielle's divine essence. <coughs> Aubrielle's light, the true source of the liquid light within the tree, flared and all of the kobolds within the walls surrounding the party were destroyed, as well as Morgul being held at bay within the retreating shadow. Time stopped, and Eslin and Aubrielle approached one another. Eslin took Aubrielle's hands, who looked like a young elven girl once again instead of the blazing light. And Aubrielle said, Will you pray with us? One by one, the spirits of all that had given themselves and their lives in the protection of the tree and the people of Eldric, the souls of those within the phylactery and those bound to the land, offered themselves to Eslin, empowering her with their remaining essence. Eslin, changing into a simple acolyte's robe, knelt in front of the altar and placed a string of pearls upon it, which was consumed by fire. 
by light and began to pray. The light from the fire began to grow until its light, mixing with Aubriel's, dispelled all of the shadow in the room, revealing the opalescent ritual chamber that, was, that it was before being overtaken by brambles. Peace and silence fell within the chamber, and Eslin slumped in the corner, falling deeply into her trance. Naya tried to touch her by her hand, but was shocked as four spirits appeared around Eslin and told Naya they would keep watch. While this was happening, Eslin found herself, within her trance, laying on the floor of the chamber. However, she was surrounded by the spirits that empowered her, thanking her and saying their goodbyes as they disappeared into whatever the rest of their afterlife had for them. The final spirits were those of Aubrielle and her mother Liana. Aubrielle leapt onto Eslin's chest and gave her a hug, thanking her. But then Sildrian's spirit appeared behind Liana, and he thanked Eslin for finishing what he could not and for giving him his daughter back. Before disappearing, Aubriel gave Eslin a kiss on the cheek, which Eslin could feel marked her in some way. We return to our story, just as the party, having set up their magical cottage, were, were preparing for a well-earned rest before finding a way to return to the surface. All of you that are there, except for Eslin, who is still being surrounded by ghost ghosties, over to the side uh, make your way into the cottage to rest weary emotionally drained from everything that has just happened Ryu your hair still shimmering with iridescent light barely hanging on to life at the moment Naya the sharp pain that pushed you back when you tried to pick up Eslin has reduced just to a dull tingle before we take our rest is there anything any of you would like to do Rarelite, as soon as he walked into the cottage, found the nicest one of the chairs, <laughs> sat down, and just passed the F out. I feel like I did something at the end of the last episode, and I can't yeah, remember you, what I did. Tried to... <laughs> I know, I know, and then I walked in. I think I went around and checked on everybody to make sure yeah. they were okay. So that's what Naya would do. I would go around, check everybody, make sure they're okay, stop with... Stop with sale. Last episode, so. Resummoning my familiar. Okay. <coughs> Actually, I might do that. <laughs> Before you rest, oh, Volkir, did you have anything you wanted to do? No, I'm good. No? Eslin? You're asleep anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unconscious. Um, you take the time to kind of nurse your wounds, bring back lost familiars, uh, making sure that there are not actually any spear holes in your cat, you know, the like. <laughs> Oops. Uh, as we all settle down for our rest, a few things are going to happen here, so bear with me. We're going to go from person to person, ending with each one waking Pass. from their rest. I never Skip. truly was asleep. Skip. <laughs> My other DM is, uh, trying to insert himself into your game, by the way. Oh, yeah? He just posted on, on Discord if uh, <laughs> if you had to divert someone's attention from a D&D game that you weren't involved in, what kind of RP question would you ask? <laughs> Leave your response in the comments. I have to Rude. note as well that I am part of that game, too, so that is my other DM as well. <laughs> Hi, Jacob. We love you. <laughs> 
sail. It me. It's you. As you lay down to sleep, pondering everything you've seen the last couple of days. Absolutely cuddling Nivon. Yes, absolutely cuddling Nivon. Everything that challenges your preconceived notions of certain things. Sleep begins to take you. Soon, you feel warmth, safety. The smell of moisture and earth is gone. You open your eyes to see yourself surrounded by pure white, seemingly going on into infinity. Far in front of you, you think it's far, you see a stone altar, winged cats holding up the top of it. You see the corner of a cloth over the edge of the altar, pale gray in color, gilded with woven threads of light pink and light green. This is another moment in which it me makes sense. (laughs) And as you try to approach it, feeling drawn to it, it seems to get further away. That is until you just suddenly bump against it, bump into it. You look down. You see yourself from the torso up embroidered into the cloth at the far end of the altar from you. Your hands open palms up in front of you, and from the ends of your hands you see the pink and green threads. The pink thread on the inside and the green on the outside separated from each other by about two inches of space. Inside of the diamond pink thread you see embroidered Nevan sitting between your hands in the same pose as the winged cats on the altar. You see the smiling faces of Naya and Eslin, both close to your outstretched hands at the top of the cloth. Between the pink and green threads, you see the embroidered face of Rylite, while Volkir and Hammer both reside past the green line near the edge of the cloth. As you're looking at this cloth and the imagery, trying to put together what it may mean, you hear a voice in your mind. Welcome, young one. As you look up, looming above you, you see the prophet, hovering about a foot higher than you on the other side of the altar, their eye stalks all trained on you as is the large central eye. While it's not necessarily uncomfortable, you feel the weight of the prophet's gaze as they look through you instead of at you, weighing your character. While it is good to see you, I am afraid that I bring you a grave message. They hesitate for a moment. I believe that you and your companions, and as they say companions, one of the eye stalks gestures to the cloth on the table, will be needed to save your tribe. I do not know what is causing it, But I feel their gaze shifting away from me. And I believe that only you can bring them away from ruin. What is happening? That I cannot answer. I have not foreseen that as of yet. But I will guide you when you are needed. Until then, I foresee that you will learn something necessary about yourself in the near future. Before I go, 
will offer you two things. The answer to one question and the power to protect. First, you possess a book that I gifted you many years ago. I would like you to place it on the altar. I do. Don't know if they could hear that. I do put it on the altar. <laughs> and when you place it on the altar, the eyes of the prophet flash and several beams of light shoot from its eye stalks into the book, causing it to glow like white hot flame. When the book stops glowing, you can see that the same image of you that is on the cloth is now emblazoned on the journal. Navon in the same place, and near your outstretched hands you see Naya and Eslin, also on the book as they are in the cloth. Now, your question. Ah, uh, yes, the best question. The answer is fish. Goodbye. Oh, no. <laughs> what do you call a fish in the mice? A fish. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> don't ask. I can't do anything around here. I teach some shrimp in sign language, and it's just a joke now. <laughs> that's, that's our group name. Shrimp. <laughs> But specifically in sign language. Okay. <laughs> Trying to think out of word questions. It's not going well. <laughs> Words are hard. Yes. Honestly and from the heart. Neither am I. That's why this is happening. <laughs> I'm stalling. Can you tell? Yes. <laughs> There, there's the question. Done. No! Hey. Next person! Hooray for being edited. We can just cut all of this out. <laughs> Unless we really want just me, just... How how do one speak? I don't speak for a living. That's the DM. <laughs> Why did you just chanterelle face me? tribe get their powers they are almost adults they 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 learned their whole <laughs> lives but they they don't just they aren't just born with their powers why what your family and your tribe have many preconceived notions as with most tribal groups within this land Tradition is very important, and when something breaks tradition, regardless if it is a positive thing, it tends to upset some people and their delicate balance. But I can assure you, you are different because you are blessed. I saw your potential in the womb, and I blessed you with your power. And 
as the prophet's words begin to fade in your mind, having received an answer. Maybe not necessarily the answer you wanted, but an answer. The light, as well as the vision of the altar and of the prophet, the cloth fade. Volkir. Oh boy. <coughs> as sleep begins to take you, you begin to dream. Flashes at first, gleaming silver, a blast of icy wind, a low rumble. You feel in the presence of something much greater than yourself. A similar feeling to the being in the presence of Morgul, but kind, regal. As you're trying to process this in your dream, you hear a voice. It seems you do not know what it is you carry. You turn to see an elven man, tall and slender, with waist-length silver hair and piercing silver eyes. He stands gracefully in a simple white linen robe against the black emptiness surrounding the both of you. A sword mirroring your own slung across his shoulder the pristine blade radiating a cloud of icy air from it, the blade itself tinted blue with flecks of ice. He takes a readied stance and speaks slowly so you can hear him. Lustrian, the Argent Winter. And his body is encased in an in ethereal scale mail of silver. I doubt it would work for you as well as we do not have the same blood running within our veins. But you try and you find your blade in your hand. You're back and make a, uh, take a ready stance. Yes. Speak the name, boy. I would like to remember what it was, because... Lustrian <laughs> the Argent Winter. Lustrian the Argent Winter. <laughs> and as you speak the name aloud, the battered blade in your hand seems to grow cold, but nothing else happens. The man purses his lips, both in surprise and in disappointment. Interesting. You cannot be quite human as the blade responded to you, but I sense no dragon's blood within you either. Hmm. Tell me, friend, would you like my help in learning to control what you carry? Any and all help would be much appreciated. Very well. Then let me aid you. And the two of you begin sparring through your dream. The strange dream draws to an end as your wakefulness ends. As you wake, you could have sworn you would put the sword back in its sheath. But the sword is laying naked-bladed beside you. While still battered and beaten, the rust from the blade seems to be gone. As you reach out and touch it. Blue flecks of ice begin to snake their way up the blade. Mm. Eslin. You awaken in the cavern where you fell into your trance in front of the altar. You do see that the cottage is up. And as you go to stand, you feel hands on your body lift you to a standing position. Four spirits fade into sight, one that bears a circlet strikingly similar to yours. 
She raises a hand, and the other three spirits bow to you and fade into their afterlife. The spirit of the ancient woman smiles and puts her hand on your shoulder. You did well, child. I see so much of my child within you from when she was younger. She puts her head against your forehead. You feel warmth, love, pride. Our lineage is strong and continues to be strong through you. Before I go, I would like to give you a gift. She reaches to her forehead and plucks the ethereal gem from the circlet and places it against yours. You feel newfound power flow through you and through the circlet as your gem absorbs hers. She steps back and bows once more to you. When you and your companions are ready to return to the surface, come and I will give you passage. As you make your way around the chamber, admiring the opalescent walls, the altar in which you gave your offering, the crystal clear pristine water that was once pools of draconic acid, but now standing perfectly clear and cool. Your hand absentmindedly comes up to your cheek, where you remember Aubrielle kissing you before they vanished. You chance a look into one of them, and notice around the irises of your eyes a platinum-colored circle, matching that of Aubrielle of Sildrian. Naya. Your sleep is fitful. Your shoulders, your back, your arms, your hands, they're all so sore. It's not anything you're unfamiliar with. You've done your fair share of fair fair share of training. Try that again. You've you've tried your fair share of training with much success as shown by your physique. You're unsure if it's the culmination of everything Perhaps the release of stress and tension from the demise of Morgul that you witnessed. Or perhaps something else. You toss and you turn fitfully in your sleep, jerking awake a couple of times at Volkir's armor when it clinks together as he moves in his sleep. Finally, sleep manages to find you. But when you wake, you don't feel very well rested because I allowed you guys to level after the last session I will allow a full rest to be uh, taken but for the sake of this we'll say that maybe it's by nature of the elven blood flowing through you that you manage to get your rest you move to sit up and you can feel your back sticking to your bedroll it's uncomfortable. And the smell of blood hits you. You're a woman now. Looking around, you can see you're in a small pool of blood. And in this pool, you can see what look to be bits of flesh. 
your own flesh. And when, excuse me, when you look at your hands, the backs of them are coated in fine, bronze-colored scales that trail from your wrists down your fingers to your fingernails, which are now pointed. When you flex your hand, the claws extend into what you believe could be deadly weapons. <coughs> Tracing your claws along the scales, you realize that they extend further up your arms, all the way up to your shoulders, and cover the area of, or cover uh, areas of your shoulder blades and a little bit down your chest, as well as a small way up your neck. By no means grotesque growths in any way. They aren't anything that would detract from your appearance. The naked eye, one may assume that maybe you had armor pieces made from dragon scales. Rylite. You curl up in your chair, trying to find comfort, but uh, even though you're exhausted from the magic that you spent, it's a little obnoxious. Your iridescent hair is just so dang bright to your eyes. You toss and turn, toss and turn, trying to find sleep, trying to find some way to mute it out. A familiar voice enters your mind. Hmm. Chosen of Lolf, is it? It seems the dragon ratted you out to your friends. How very interesting that they didn't immediately cast you out. It would appear that they have great faith and trust in you. Fear not, I am not here for paltry card tricks this time, friend. You told me once that you would do anything for power. Perhaps I can help with that. Would you like a boon? I'm sorry, someone just said something very inappropriate and it started making me laugh. Rory Light, um... So he's hearing this inside of his voice, or inside of his mind, right? Yes. He, he's so exhausted and everything that he doesn't realize that he's actually saying it out loud because he's just, he's trying to get comfortable. And he goes, can, can we just do this, like, another day where I can actually be rested? And Is there a snooze button on you? Is there, like, a mute? Like, I appreciate your offer, but I don't know if you just saw, but I just defeated a god, and that's really hard, so no. What have you done? Very interesting. Unfortunately, I do not come equipped with any of those luxuries you've mentioned. Only the ability to give you power, which you wish for. What do you want in return? Because I don't think you just came here and just willing to give me something for nothing. I mean, you called me friend, which we've had one conversation. I think this relationship's going a little bit too fast for me. I think we gotta, like, slow it down. Remember, Rylight is so full of himself. Oh, yes. So much. You hear her chuckle. I wish nothing in return from you for now. Call it an act of good faith. 
guessing you're not going to leave until I give you an answer. That would be correct. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Poopy wizard. Um, so pretty much I take the boon now and you ask for something later. I don't feel like I'm going to correct this, but sure, why not? Welcome to why you don't unborn? deal with the Fae, even though this is not a Fae. Do you want my first unborn? Do you, do you want Naya? Like, I, I can see if she's into <laughs> wow! you. But... Uh. I don't know. She might be into it. We will speak again, friend. The voice seems to grow silent, but you are jolted awake as from where the marks were on your wrist. You feel a burning pain. As you move your sleeve to check, you see the head of a spider as it burrows out of your arm. <laughs> it's about the size of your palm. Yeah, yeah. That would be Rylite's reaction, too. It's just, mm, you know, when I said sure, I didn't mean this. Mm. Could have came out somewhere else. It's yeah, about that's the, true. It's about the size of your palm, purple and white. And it looks up at you with cold blue eyes. It walks for a moment around your forearm, and you can see it filling the hole in your arm with spider silk, which then heals into a web-shaped scar. Rylite would, seeing this, kind of go, I, that's an interesting way to heal. I got to start looking into spider webs later. Um... Do you want a cracker? And like pulls out a little cracker and goes to like the cracker is bigger than the whole spider oh, itself. Absolutely. And he's like, the, no, no. Okay, we'll, we'll figure it out later, buddy. Spider crawls up onto your shoulder and kind of reaches out, almost like it's pawing for the cracker. Oh, you do want the cracker. And, and Riley just hands the cracker. Takes it between its two front legs, very awkwardly trying to hold on to it as it starts spider nibbling on the edge of the cracker. You and me are going to be good friends. I'm going to call you Cracker. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Hammer. Cracker the spider. Got it. I'm ready. <laughs> You're the only one besides Eslin who manages to find rest as soon as you get in. I like it. You sit down. You power down. Keeping a loose eye out, even though you feel that this area is safe. You boot back up after your six-hour rest and stand getting ready to go about your normal business. The words, Do you not wish to know why Foltis has abandoned you, echoing in your head from the vision Morgul showed you. You take some time to clear your mind, getting ready to practice with Elsa, your blind fighting. Uh, happy that you managed to remember to bring her back into existence before falling asleep. And after about 30 minutes or so, you find your mind filled with thoughts of Gimbal, of the Band of the Lawful, the crater and burnt-out husk of what was once the home of the band, and the only place you've been able to call home. It's been nearly seven months since you appeared here. You've earned much of this world in that time, though still feels slightly out of place. Not that it bothers you that much. 
any memories you have before waking up at the door of the camp are still inaccessible to you. You can almost feel the blockage in your mind, but it seems impossible to push through it. Just when you're about to give up, you feel something within it give, and you drop to one knee as a memory comes flooding into the forefront of your mind. You come to life on a table in a massive room. Your eyes open, you look around. The checkered marble floor seems to be shifting between red and blue. <laughs> when you look to the right, you can see a massive crystal conglomerate in the center of the chamber, again, both red and blue crystal, floating and intermingling with each other. Around the room are orbs of white, blue, red, green, and black, floating and providing light within it. A male gnome with swept-back white hair and wearing immaculate red, blue, and gold robes is standing next to you, putting some sort of tinkering tool down on the table. He readjusts the golden circlet on his head, has a blue gem set into the middle of it. Ah, very good, you've woken up. Please, stand, get off the table so I can assess your leg joints and make sure that they're working properly. You follow your orders, you get up. The first couple of steps are stiff and rough. You get the hang of it. Wonderful, dare I say you are some of my best work yet. Follow me. He leads you over to a statue very similar to your own build, which is covered in red and gold armor. This is for you. You will be my personal guard and will make sure this room is guarded at all times. Is that understood? You nod and salute this gnome in front of you and begin putting on your armor. By the time you finish, the gnome is wheeling another card over to you with three items upon it. The shield that you carry, as well as a hammer that matches it, that you don't recall seeing the elemental converger that you also carry with you. The shield and hammer are obvious. The most incompetent dullard could figure them out. However, this item, he chuckles and pats the converger, is something special that I have made for you. It's not like the broken, flawed versions of these. This one is very special. Not only can you select different elements for it instead of just fire, it won't blow up in your face. Now, I want to take some time and show you how to use this. He shows you the basics of how to use it, what you have already instinctively known. Uh, but then he opens a small hatch, perfectly carved into the back of it, so it appears seamless in the metal of the converger. Now, while this should be powerful enough as it is, when you get stronger there are a few ways to make it a bit more powerful. I'd rather you get used to it before you go blowing holes in my lab and in my equipment and the like. <sighs> now, watch this. And under the hatch is a gyroscope that's spinning rapidly and a small switch which he flips. The gyroscope burns with energy and begins spinning even more rapidly, the whirring noise kind of filling your senses as the hatch is still open. You can only flip this switch when I command you, am I understood? You salute smartly once again with your arms across your chest, or your arm across your chest. You see him flip the switch, close the hatch. The memory begins to fade, burned into your mind. This one taste of your past. You take a moment to collect yourself, processing the memory. And you hear a voice familiar from the memory. I command. 
your body moves of its own accord, and much like it did during your test of law when you burned the Kenku hold, when you broke Drick's jaw in Caliban and saw your first vision of Morgul in the city, you pick up the converger, flip open the hatch, and flip the switch. Kill them. The strained voice rasps out, and you bring the converger to your shoulder, aiming at first at Rylight's exhausted body. An easy kill. As you begin to pull the trigger, blinding light bursts in your mind, and a sound like the roaring of rushing wind consumes your hearing. A different voice rings out, louder than the sound engulfing your senses. This is not law! And you are driven down to one knee. You feel the presence of the first voice deep within the core of your chest seem to scream and shrink away, away from the light. Stand, Hammer. Remember your vow to me. Bright blue eyes open in the light before you, bearing down on you with judgment. After a few moments, the light, the eyes, the sound, the voice fade, leaving you awake in the cottage with the converger at your feet. I look around just make sure like I didn't actually use it on anybody. <laughs> Rylight is gone. It's just a giant crater, burn mark. Crater. Yeah. With a spider sitting on top of it. Um after that I'll pick it up and look at it and see like if I actually like flipped any switches and see if that compartment actually exists. Yeah. So you you flip it around and you find Luckily enough, the, the gnomes seem to have given you fingernails for some reason. You're able to slip a fingernail under there and pop it open. And sure enough, the whirring gyroscope is there. You can hear it at the loud pitch or the higher pitch that it was in the dream after you flipped the switch. And sure enough, the switch is flipped. And I will put my converger back on my back and get down on both knees and start praying. Okay. So with that, I think I need a bath. Everybody comes to consciousness. Then we're fully rested. Everybody is fully rested. Mm. It's it's been an interesting night. It's been an interesting few days. <laughs> well, you assume night. It's, yeah. you know, you're still underground. <laughs> it's been an interesting time. So for the sake of the audience, I should have already put everybody's everything on their character sheets. Okay. Uh, Seol, your celestial journal now allows you to put two spells of up to level three within it. Well, I have it saved on my phone now, yeah. so it's just like it's just uh, there. Your sword is now a plus one sword. The extra cold damage is one d six. You have three charges. You can spend one charge to uh, double the cold damage that you roll on a smite. And now I don't remember if it's one or two charges. I think it's two charges, and you can cast Armor of Agathis on yourself at nice. first level. It's a good spell. <clears throat> uh, just one. All right. Eslin, you can now choose two more uh, animal forms 
that your circlet can manifest. Naya, you gain a plus one to your natural armor, as well as claws that are you can attack with one as a bonus action for 1d6 and do 1d4 lightning damage while you're raging. Riley. Yep. As long as the spider is on your shoulder, you get a plus one to your spell attack and spell save DC. Nice. You can also add your spell casting modifier to the or to your cantrips, the damage of your cantrips. Nice. In addition, you can command the spider to attack an enemy. It is not a familiar, it is a pet. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the spider will follow that command until it gets to an enemy and it will make an attack roll using your spellcasting modifier for the attack. And if it hits, they are afflicted with the bane spell for one minute. That's it can cool. only be used nice. on one creature at a time, though. Yep. Uh, question about that. You have in here, uh, it rolls the attack at advantage. Is yes. that always? Yes. Okay. Question, for just for my clarification, is that his spell attack roll, like, if it's plus eight, it gets a plus eight, or only his... The modifier. Modifier. Right. Because okay. the, the... So, it otherwise uses the stats of a spider... Uh, which which like has nothing. a plus four to hit and deals one damage. It still only deals one damage. For some reason, I think it has a two damage in the book. But yeah, I, uh, in the thing I think there. I was looking at it, and it actually has that four in my character sheet. And I was like, it's also weird. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's still very cool. Bane is awesome. And Hammer, your converger now is 4d6 damage as well as the cone being an additional 5 feet. Oh, so now it's just 10 feet instead? 20 feet instead of 15. Uh, or no, 15 instead of 10. Yeah, because it yeah. was 10. I just forgot to... No, no that's an action use, that. right? Not one of my attacks. Correct. Okay, because I'd be really OP. <laughs> it's a free it's a fireball every turn. That's a lot of damage every turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was an attack. And... Don't worry, guys. I got this. <laughs> we find a door that we can't open. Hammer just obliterates the building. What? Naya it's open. It's my breaching shotgun. Try her best once she saw the blood to like get it all up and get out of the house before anyone else saw it. Try to wash her shirt in one of the pools and wash off mm. in one of the pools. Joffrey's coming. Before anyone yeah. sees it, if she can. She's usually an early riser, but I don't know if she can write. I mean, if she's tossing and turning, uh, I'll she let might you, be able to get up and out. I'll let you roll a stealth check at advantage. Oh, cool. All right. Also, TJ, when you were discussing all the items, I w- rolled my portent. Yeah, 17 and 19. Well done. Yeah, I was very surprised. 23. Okay. Uh, that is going to supersede anybody's uh, passive perception as they're still waking up. So, yes, you can make sure you get out there. <laughs> Hammer's already awake, but he doesn't care. He's on his knees in front of the window praying. Yeah, he's not like. paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, shirt's just off, and like, I'm scrubbing the blood out of the pool mm-hmm. and washing off myself with the shirt, and then scrubbing the shirt off, and then just putting the shirt back on wet. Like, I'll wring it out, but eh. Prestidigitation <laughs> would be a good spell. It would. <laughs> I didn't take it. <laughs> As Lynn's awake outside, would she see you? I rolled a 23 on stealth. 
I forgot that Eslin was awake, so I will let you roll a perception check to see. Before she puts the shirt on and after she's clean, though, she would kind of admire, mm. like, she would kind of look it over and be, like, happy. Yeah. She would be happy. <laughs> she would be happy. It's a dirty 20. Okay, Jake. that does Jake. not succeed. You're nope. still kind of... Looking at everything else. You see movement out of the corner of your eye, but it's safe. Why would there be any issue? Eslin would also be involved in pulling out the silver raven figure mm-hmm. and using it to send animal messenger back to the guardian, her grandmother. Okay. Toss it to the ground, say the word home and send the message that mission accomplished, Morgul gone. Be trapped. On our way back. <laughs> Working our way back. <laughs> the bird poofs into an animate object. And I thought you said poops no, into poof. an inanimate object. <laughs> I was like, what? Poof with an F. Uh, foop, no. <laughs> And starts flying out up the steps, and you have a good feeling that it can find its way out. Maybe a few holes around the uh, cave-ins that blocked you guys in, but you're very optimistic. Uh, Ryolite, <clears throat> sorry, Artificer, sort of fun, um, would make one of his... I just had it up. Uh, experimental elixir. Whenever you finish a long rest, you can magically produce up to one experimental elixir, each in an empty flask. I don't have a flask, but I have a vial, so I figured that would do. I'll let you use the vial for now. Uh, roll for each elec- elixir's effect separately. I read the actual <coughs> item, and it says you don't roll until you drink it, so you don't know what it is. So, so you, you just have a fun elixir that you don't know what it does. Yeah, and there's things like heal, and also he- things that are like you gain a fly speed of 60 feet. Mm-hmm. So it's like random. Um, and then he would take the first hour of him waking up, talk to his uh, little guy, and start taking any silverware in the cottage and uh, using his other artificial thing, start making thieves tools. Okay. Which takes an hour. Okay. Doesn't the stuff in the cottage disappear though? Uh, the stuff in the cottage stays in the cottage, oh, that's right. except with. I'm just making it because it doesn't say that I need equipment. I'm just doing it as kind of like right flavor. To... No, I'll allow it. All right, and then he does other things, but I'll reveal those later. Okay. What is? Go ahead. I'm just gonna let everybody go first if that. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Anybody else have anything they're doing in the morning? No. Wake up, you know, get ready and uh, admire my not-so-rusty sword. I get up, you know, see, you know, people are missing. Remember that uh, Eslin's outside and go outside, check on them and figure out where Naya has wandered off to. Naya's wearing a red shirt. Wet shirt. (laughs) Red wet shirt. No shame. No shame. <laughs> Naya's wearing a wet shirt. Uh, the back of it is kind of pink. I tried. 
You tried, so you but it's it blood on a white shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Aslan is also outside. But awake. <sighs> seemingly rested. And also looking at the new bracelet on her wrist going, hmm, that's new. Also true. <laughs> and Naya's more sparkly than she was when she went to bed. <laughs> also, also true. Everybody's phone's on silent. The DM's phone. <laughs> it was silent. Stop the music. Yeah. <laughs> Ryo. Do you have any use for this? I don't think I'm going to be needing it anymore. And I'm holding out Liana's breastplate that is necrotic resistant. This breastplate is twice the size of Ryo, right? It's magical. Yes, but it is magical and will shrink to a fit you. To a fit you. Wow, I am on a roll tonight. Wow. I think the DM (laughs) needs a break. I don't know, Matt was doing the same thing. Look, we're all struggling. I know. Um, Ryo would go, "Eh, sure, and takes it. He goes, oh, by the way, here's this sack back. And gives you back the sack and goes, oh, actually, hold on. Open the sack up. Thank you. And just shoves the breastplate in there and goes, oh, let me start emptying stuff. And he just (laughs) empties out his entire inventory into the bag. And he goes, okay, the bag's yours. Don't break it. Don't tear it. Don't fold it inside out. It's bigger on the inside. Have fun. (laughs) The last kobold comes up and spears it. Are you going to wear the breastplate? Because if not, I'm going to give it back to the town of Eldrick. Uh, is that heavy armor or is no, that medium? It's a breastplate. Medium. It's, it's medium. medium. And it's, it's resistant. Uh, it's medium with necrotic resistance. Necrotic resistance. Oh, uh, yeah. And he reaches his hand. Breastplate, breastplate. Ah, there we go. What did you do to my bag? <laughs> it's bigger on the inside. You just see a black void. Just think of anything <laughs> that's in there parchment, ink. <laughs> right, uh, now, 10 we for see, two. now we roll to see if Naya falls into the bag. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Oh, it's it's a bigger one like the little one that I have here that I keep our snacks in. Yes, I believe uh, you folk know it as a bag of holding. I can just make a few of those. There's a I'm snack sorry. bag of holding? I, yeah, we didn't... <laughs> there was a snack bag of holding? I didn't say it was your snacks. I said it was our snacks. <laughs> and my jazz. I'm not talking in character. <laughs> <laughs> And then Ryo pulls out a got our crackers another, and honey and jam uh, and bread in it. Mine and Ryo's. <laughs> how how high is a uh, Tresum's uh, dex again? How well can I do stealth? Not oh dear. high enough. Naya would go nuts if that bag went away. Yeah. Because that is the start of her hoard from her dad. It also has gems in it. It is a oh, hoard no. starting bag of holding. With snacks in it. <laughs> With snacks and gems in it. It can't hey, hold a lot. Hey, hey. As a large person, snacks can be treasure too. Yeah. It, yes. it doesn't hold a lot, so that's where the snacks went because they were easier to find. <laughs> when you're a dragon and your hoard is food. What? <laughs> Friends, food, and gems. I don't see anything wrong with this. <laughs> but she she was attracted to Eslin because Eslin's shiny. Oh, and as you're, like, talking about your little pouch of holding, and you smack it a little bit, talking about snacks, a uh, suspicious mushroom pops out of it. Oh, oh, no, no, not touching it! Eslin! Eslin, there's a mushroom, and I think our friend left it. 
Um, okay, s- I'll be right there. <laughs> you can swear from somewhere. <laughs> I don't like We need it. to talk about your friends. Eslin, <laughs> Eslin puts on a pair of gloves <laughs> and takes the mushroom and wraps it up uh. and then gently puts it in her own pouch. <laughs> okay. I'll give this back to her later. That, that was not the right snack. I didn't put that there. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ezreal's... Sayol is still inside. <laughs> Sayol ain't here. Oh, no, he is. I came inside Okay, to well, I was... This not... No. I asked about the snack bag out of character because now I want a snack bag of holding. Ezreal <laughs> just... That's the mushroom and goes, okay, Chanterelle, thank you. <laughs> Makes a mental note to make a snack of holding magic item later. <laughs> anyway, now Once a day it completely a ruining the mood. Snack. If anyone's paying attention, you might see a little bit of tears on sale, but that's it. <laughs> completely uh, ruining the mood. <laughs> so as you're uh, talking about food and stuff, Riley goes, oh, and grabs a pan and goes, I can make mayonnaise. Ouch. <laughs> Don't what? think we need mayonnaise. I don't think we have anything to put mayonnaise on. I think our bread's stale. Do we want beer then? Or honey? Or No, I like oil? the beer idea. <laughs> the beer? Look at just I giving we'll, you a look. what you have down here for a while. Why not? I make four <laughs> gallons of beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shitting you. That's what it says. Four gallons of beer that this jug can make. Once we a can, day. We can keep it in the cottage, right? It do, or does it go away? It fit in the bag of holding. Here. <laughs> While you guys yeah, I'm are going to put the whole jug in there and go. I, I fill my horn up first. Right. And drink it while he's filling up the bag. <laughs> Eslin's just going to sit very calmly down in one of the chairs and go, when you're done, I can get us home. Oh. 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 <laughs> I finished drink the drink. your beer. <laughs> and when you're ready. It's surprisingly good beer. It's been a day already. Well, then let's go home. Let's, yes, please. Get everybody together. So you're taking the armor. Not yes, giving I'm, it back to Eldrick. Yes, you're I'm taking, taking the armor. I'm taking the armor. Do we Are think you of your right? home or our home? I'm fine. <laughs> My home. Eslyn does this strange thing where she discreetly touches every party member to make sure that they are there. Touch us where? And they are okay. <laughs> Just on the shoulder. <laughs> I mean, unless you like. want more. <laughs> As she's looking well, at The only person here who wants more is probably eyes. Naya. <laughs> so everyone... No, yes. from her brother, not Eslin. <laughs> everyone as Naya goes around and touches all of you Eslin. and looks at you. Eslin goes around and touches all of you and looks at you. You do see that she now has a circle of platinum around the irises of her eyes. Oh boy! Sparkly. What to your eyes? They're beautiful. It was a gift from Abriel. It suits you. Thank you. So, I don't think Volkir ever got close enough to notice anyway, so <laughs> he thinks it's normal. That's actually fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you polished your sword. It looks good. Uh, no, I woke up and it was like this, uh, what? odd dream. I, I didn't sleep very well last night. I tossed and turned as well. Anyone else have any issues? Doesn't say a word, just grabs a cracker and gives it to Cracker Jr. I'm changing his name to Cracker Jr. I go, 
No, I slept pretty good. Are we going or are we, um, we just sitting here? Raya. Yeah. There's something on your shoulder. Other. Looks at the other. Other. <laughs> Picks up the sweater. I think that we need to talk when we get home about some things. But we <coughs> Mm. Ryo, bring the up. cottage down so we can go. Yes. Oh, shoot, I have to do that. Yes. Right? <laughs> You're it. Everybody out of the cottage. Ryo's like, like, presses like one of the planks while we're all still in it, and it just starts folding in, and I go, I run out. All of you bust through the door in an undignified heap as it finishes collapsing into the round ball that it is. And you're left in the chamber. Uh, Sorry, random question that has nothing to do with anything. How much bludgeoning damage would you take if you were inside of that? He's uh, got it somewhere. It's, yeah, it's, in, in, it's on the, it's yeah. on the item oh, sheet. It's I a, don't it's, remember what okay, it is. It's an actual thing. It's actually yeah. fairly significant. Yeah. yeah, like we would probably all be at half health. <laughs> no, I'd probably be dead. We'd well, probably yeah. be dead. Yeah, we would probably be gone. Squishies! Um, but as uh, Ryo uh, and everyone leaves... Ryo looks at Naya and goes, I'm sorry, I lied. I had a terrible night's sleep. I can't think straight right now. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to just try and kill us all. <laughs> and it picks up the cottage and goes, but This is an interdimensional, so no. if it goes into a bag of holding, am I going to create a bomb? Just put it in my backpack. <laughs> yeah, don't put the I don't like the shrug I gave you. <laughs> when the DM goes, oh. <laughs> it's, yeah, don't do that. You can As he's die. smiling while he shrugged. All right, are we ready? Let's go home. We can discuss everyone's nightmares when we get there. All right. No. I already sent a message on that we were on our way. All right. And then she gets the group close together and goes, Grandma, we're ready. Uh, the spirit fades into existence about five feet in front of you. Huh. So you are ready to leave. She walks over to the altar and places her hand upon it. She does. You see energy around her hand push its way into the stone, which unmolds and shifts into an archway. Behind the archway is the trunk of a tree. This used to be a prayer chamber many years ago. When this tree first grew, we would use our magic to connect this tree with the one above to transport ourselves to and from this chamber. We were the few that were with Sildrian and knew what had to be done. What we did not know is that Morgul was slowly draining Aubriel of her power. We came down to offer our prayers and Morgul was able to kill us all, binding us within the brambles that covered the chamber, turning it into a mockery of what it was. If you are ready, I will open the gate above, but I must ask you a favor, Eslin. Of course. Please tell my daughter, my Sidira, that I love her, and that I am finally free. She will understand. Farewell, sweet child. She speaks words to a spell in Sylvan, and the tree glows. The doorway opens. And from it, you can see to the other side, bright, sunny, and calm. She ushers all of you through. Thank you, ma'am. 
Once you're all through, she smiles at you, Eslin, and disappears into whatever the afterlife has in store for her. Eslin just very smallly waves and smiles, knowing that that is her line. She turns to the party and goes, Shall we? Uh, You do hear from uh, to the side towards the city. For the record, all of you are now standing on the outside of the large tree. Just instantly transported up to the top. Because high-level druid magic can do that. The bridge is still out, though, right? So we can't... The bridge is still out, yes. Did you find it? No, like, thing changed the name. Okay. This one. You find yourself on the surface once again in front of the tree remembering all that had happened within. You hear a sound to the side of you from where the bridge is. You see that one of the druids across the river has raised their staff and stone platforms are rising from the river to allow you to cross. Eslin is also still dressed in her acolyte's robe. She hasn't changed clothes. So she is in a very unfamiliar outfit for you all. Uh, Sale doesn't really say anything, but he just kind of like gestures. Can we just start walking towards the bridge? Easy enough, you make your way across the bridge. And the druid that was across the street, just uh, a young, uh, darker-skinned male, uh, stands there. The, the High Guardian will be happy to know that you're, you're back safe. I received your message. I haven't had the chance to take it to her, though. To them, though, pardon me. Uh, come, come. There's much we must discuss. Well, we'll take the message ourselves, then. We just wanted to let somebody know that we were on our way back. Was this place not attacked while we were gone? Not yet. We still have about half a day. Very well. I desperately need to speak with the High Guardian. Very well. And uh, the young man leads you guys over to the High Guardian's estate and knocks on the door. And the High Guardian opens it. You're all back. Yes, we are. Come in, come in, come in. Tell me everything that's happened. It's quite the story. You might want to sit down for this. I've done something major. Uh, You can see a look of panic cross their face for a moment. But heeding your words, they lead you back to the same room where you were treated to... uh, their audience before and sits down and offers all of you seats as well. Ah, all right, uh, fill me in. She just takes a deep breath and she clenches her hands in her lap and says, Morgul is destroyed. There is no more egg. The city is safe. 
um, the tree does not need protected anymore. We need to find a new way of life. I have ideas of that. We'll discuss later. <laughs> she, uh, her hands are clenched in her lap because they're shaking. <laughs> um, everything is good. We're okay. All of us are all right. We had some hazardous adventures yeah, that we'll talk. Sorry, it's been a long week. <laughs> I'm just glad your grandmother was able to get us out of there so we didn't have to dig our way out through all of the yes. collapsed tunnels. Yeah. Um, your grandmother, Sadira, is still here in town. Sadira's mother. Your great-grandmother, sorry. <laughs> the High Guardian just stares blankly at you, trying to process everything that you've said. Their mouth opens and closes a couple of times, trying to fish for words that just aren't just, there. Just don't. <laughs> um, so, to destroy Morgul's egg, and she looks at the party, she's like, I'm sorry, this is the first time you're hearing this as well. I had a lot of help from many, many, many spirits before. They gave me the strength to put Abriel to rest as she asked, as I needed to, to finish what was begun before. Good. But Morgul is gone. In fact, Hammer has his dust ashes from the egg. He has the proof. He just stares blankly at you, not remembering <laughs> ever grabbing them. Um, but Morgul is gone. That is the main thing that you need to know. Morgul is gone. That's what we need to stop the army coming ahead. Uh, questions, questions. Um, you've said this name, Aubriel, uh, a few times. Who is this Aubriel you speak of? Aubriel was the sacrifice to hold the tree. She was Sildrian and Liana's daughter. There is, is... There is much you and I will need to discuss. It's a lot. It is a lot. Um, You're telling me. Pardon me, and she, or they raise their, their hand and one of the other druids that helps attend the Guardian's estate uh brings a small leaf-shaped cup which she, or they just down. Sorry, I keep accidentally misgendering my own character because it was initially supposed to be a female and I decided to change it last minute and now I've confused myself so please <laughs> bear with me. I, uh, I, they just down it. Is it breakfast time? Lunch time? Any food time? Oh. <laughs> is it possible to get food for my friends. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's been quite a while since we had a meal. Then they... How long will we down there? About two and a half days. That's all? Yes. Oh. That's good. But oh. oh. Fortunately, uh, Chanterelle was able to bring the Mykonids up and they've been helping at night. 
many of the trenches have been dug, and some of our more... I thought you were going to say she helped make dinner. I'm glad she's helping with the Mykonids. <laughs> Pat, Eslin pats the little pouch with the mushroom in it. Yeah, I need to talk to Chanterelle later. After a very poor experience, I do not allow Chanterelle to cook in my house. <laughs> Thank you so much. I believe I had the same experience. We will have to compare notes. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> this is much to take in. Um, I'm going to retire to my personal chambers to meditate on this and try to come to terms so when we have our discussion, Eslin, I can I can meet you on equal footing and hopefully understand more of what you speak. I will warn you that it may not be equal footing and that's okay because we experienced and went through several things that are beyond description and she looks her straight in the eye them them sorry see it's contagious I've confused everybody else now I am so yeah. sorry Eslin looks the guardian straight in the eyes you can see their head kind of cocked to the side as they look into your eyes and nod understanding you get the you get the grip the, the gist that they understand. Uh, the food is brought before you. I think it is. <laughs> uh, many fruits, warm nut breads, things that will provide nourishment, but still fairly light. Nobody wants to war with too much in their stomach. And if one of the jars of jam just happened to disappear, it wasn't nice. Check the snack bag. <laughs> <laughs> Cracker Junior. <laughs> so while they were eating, I was gonna go for a walk and yep. All right, try to find you a don't need to eat. <laughs> well, I know where it's at because yeah, you yeah. know you know where it's at. Nope, I don't know. Let me get over here to these notes real quick. So yes, you do know where the blacksmith's forge is. And you make your way in. And Ganariel, the old blind elvish blacksmith is quietly hammering on what looks like a blade of some sort. As you enter, his ears perk up. <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> Yes, I was wondering if I could commission a hammer before the battle. Before the battle, that's... I will aid in any way I can in helping craft it. As he thinks, he picks up the scimitar, as you can see now, and puts it in the quench tank. He picks it up. Very well. Come in, lad and invites you into the forge. Mm. What did you have in mind? Um, well, I just described um, 
Just like a regular Warhammer. And I give him like 20 gold and 5 platinum to like mix in with it. Okay. He weighs the metal that you give him in his hands. Alright. We should at the very least be enough for plating. <laughs> Expensive child. Very well. Since this is your weapon, I'll teach you how to hammer a hammer. Hammer. <laughs> hammer hammering a hammer with <laughs> being taught how to hammer hammer. And he with a hammer. He grabs a block, a rather large block of steel, and puts it in the forge. Takes the time to heat it up. Brings it over to the anvil and starts explaining to you uh, the intricacies of the forge, kind of how metallurgy works, um, and how the forging process works. He explains that you have to clean off uh, forging scale, otherwise the, the steel won't harden properly. And that there's this powdered substance that they use that once you put it on there, it kind of lifts that scale off of there. Mm. And he shows you a couple of times how to do this um, before taking a step back. Now you try. Okay. You want me to roll around there or just do it? No, go ahead. Oh. Ah. Eleven. Okay. Uh, it takes you a little bit. It's The steel is much harder than you anticipated it being. Um, but you, you, after you take the time, hammer it out, you get a shape that you like. And it comes to a point where there would be a final cleaning, putting it back into the forge to heat back up and quench the hammer. When do I put the other stuff? In? That would be now. Okay. Then I'll reach in behind my cloak and grab the black ashes from the bag and dump it in. The steel hisses. It sounds different. The the uh, blacksmith's ears perk up. Your steel sounds hot, boy. But as you watch, the hammer itself begins to blacken. Almost completely. And you notice there's a bit of an acrid smell starting to, to come from it and hoping that nobody notices. You pull it out of the, the, the forge right around the correct temperature and plunge it into the quench tank. And immediately the room smells like acid. The blacksmith looks towards the direction of where you've quenched. He may be blind, but he knows his forge well <laughs> enough. So you probably smell even better. Than mm -hmm. <laughs> I just hope you know the powers you're dealing with. I will try to make a weapon powerful enough to defeat and protect my party and friends. And the 
hammer comes out of the quench tank. He helps you fit it with a haft. (coughs) This takes until right around nightfall. The better part of the afternoon. So while this is going on, what is everyone else doing? Where was that pillow fort again? (laughs) Well, (laughs) looking at the party going, I need my family now. Let's go to your house. I think we have a lot to talk about anyway. Heading home. Something I'd like rather to see there anyway. (sighs) Stress relief. (laughs) We only have half a day. Okay. <laughs> uh, as they're getting ready to walk off, uh, why would it take that as long? As they're getting ready to walk off, right? Would be like, uh, right, can I borrow the bag of holding? I need to go purchase some stuff. The one you just filled. Yeah, I mean, it's I still got a lot. A beer out of it, one barrel, and hand you the bag. <laughs> he grabs the bag, looks at, and goes, "Yeah, that's fair," and walks away. <laughs> Are you all right on your own? Yeah, I'm just going to go get a few items, then I'll be back. Wait, where are we meeting? We didn't just... house. Which house is that? Is that the tree? Or is that that tree? (laughs) Or is it that rock? My family's home. Oh, that place. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) And just starts walking off uh, with the little spider on its shoulder. Every so often you see Ray, like, grab a cracker and give it to the spider. I think I'm concerned for him. It's also questionable that the spider named Cracker is eating crackers. I've like always, I've uh, always Cracker been concerned. Sorry, for Cracker him. Junior. Cracker Junior is eating crackers. Or CJ for short. <laughs> yeah, let's go with CJ. <laughs> I love him. I hate spiders, but I love him. <laughs> so the mini that is printed for uh, yeah, it is CJ, not that big. It, uh, but that is what it looks yeah. like. No, no, I'm trying to tell them that it looks like Lucas the Spider it does. It does. from those like animations. Uh-huh. Um, Which is but the yeah, only currently, spider allowed in my house. <laughs> cur- currently, it is uh, printed to be the full size of one of the fi- uh, <coughs> like five foot squares. Uh, it's supposed to be like and it's not, me not even quarter sized. For those that have yeah. 3D printers that would like it. Go on Thingiverse, and it's Gizzo the Spider. G-I-Z-O the, I hope to lord you can spell that, Spider, and I hope you can spell that too. Not a sponsor. (laughs) And everyone who has dyslexia just cried. (laughs) So we head to, he heads off to shop, and we head to Eslin's house. And Eslin's not, she's... Moving very quickly. The party is having to move quickly to keep up with her. I'll wait till we get there to talk. Yeah, it, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It doesn't take you long to get home. Uh, she was resisting the temptation to go into panther form to get there. As you get home, you see Sidira and Balana talking in the main common room. The the pillow fort has been cleaned up a little bit. You can see that there is the addition of some sort of large pillow nest in the corner for the owl bears and the dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> uh, Sale just kind of 
looks at at the the two and then just bolts past into the into the pile of <laughs> animals and creatures so with Nivon and just cuddles in. Uh, you are met by a variety of sounds, both the barking of the dog and the <laughs> of the owlbear cubs. Uh, I didn't land on any of them. No, you didn't land on any of them, but that. you still surprised them. I know. <laughs> uh, suddenly, Sayol is buried under a pile of owlbear cubs, dog, and Nevon. Suddenly, Sayol is gone. <laughs> <laughs> there Snuggle is nothing pile. but pillows. Snuggle pile. <laughs> One moment. No, how dare you have problems. I love that. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Uh, I'll, I'll fix it in a minute. No, they're fine. Both Sadira and Bellana look up at you and jump up and your kitty pounced really hard by your family. Uh, we're so glad you're home. What happened? It's it's a lot of questioning immediately. Eslin just closes her eyes for a moment, takes a deep breath, and goes, Hold on. Hold on. Give me a little bit of space to breathe. Uh, it takes a minute. They're both unwilling to let go of you, but... Oh, they don't have to let go. They back just off. have to... <laughs> but uh, they back off, give you a little bit of space. Still maintaining some sort of physical contact with you. Because family and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, first thing she does, she looks at Sadira. Yes. And says, I have a message from your mother. She stops. All is well. She is where she should be, and she loves you. For the first time in a long time, maybe that you can remember, you see tears stream down your grandmother's cheeks. Take my hands, put them on Sadira's face, and go, It's good. It's good. Everything is all right with her. That's the... uh, She takes a moment to wipe her eyes. It's the closure I've needed for hundreds of years. She disappeared and I never saw her again. I... I'm happy she's found peace. I saw her. She smiles. I sense her power within you. We were close over the past several hours. Well, uh... She watched over me. uh, She finishes cleaning up, stealing herself so she can probably process this later, knowing that there's a few more important things to discuss right now. All right, um, everyone, come in. Have you eaten? Uh, do you need any food or anything like that? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's looking at Naya going, will you uh, let any, any preferences? Anything? I, I've got a, like, 
like barrel of beer under my arm. Uh-huh. I mean, I can share. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Rysand and I have suddenly forgotten your other brother's name, Cassian, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, walk out from the kitchen area, all with like a chicken leg. <laughs> <laughs> beer, anyone? I love my family. And any food that you have is fine. <laughs> Real yes. fast question. <laughs> it made four gallons. How many gallons do you have of I beer? Just, how many? Did you fill up four barrels or two barrels? It says it no, filled up the a jug. One single four gallon well, jug. That's what I took. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure that, like, in the mind. That is we're... a lot of beer. Have you met my family? <laughs> also true. They both just kind of stop at the mention of beer. Uh, Jeremy just has chicken breath chicken breast chicken oh, leg oh, oh. wow <laughs> rewind all three chicken toes <laughs> just has a whole chicken just whatever it's a whole chicken now not even like n- gnawing on the side of a or cooked corn. roasted chicken cornish hen i'll take what he's having i have beer <laughs> uh all right all right all right uh rice runs back grabs a chicken tosses it to you and just <laughs> about about that beer. <laughs> this cat has claws. <laughs> I'll trade you. <laughs> Pulls out his own like wooden tankard and fills I'll set it, it up on like a table. <laughs> yeah. We've all been through several changes. I can uh, see that your father responds. Pouring into the beer, <laughs> drinking. <laughs> um. We should probably all sit down. I, I think that's a good idea. Both of the brothers nod. Pillow fort. I think they want a different kind of pillow fort. But, you know, the last time y'all tried this, failed epically, so let us show you yes, how to please. build a pillow fort. I'll make myself roll for it. It's not great. <laughs> I'll help. It's, I'll give him advantage. It's, it's, it's marginally better. Okay, that's better. This one's <laughs> also still got her hands clasped very tightly. Naya is very clearly trying to lighten the mood. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, so he's trying to build up this pillow fort. It's not looking that great. You get over to it. And you're like, no, no, no. You have to do this, put this here. And you, like, move a pillow. The whole thing falls apart. Okay. Meanwhile. Now let's do this together. Meanwhile, Eslin is taking Jeremy and Sadira and Bologna and going, we should go to another room. <laughs> and sneaking away with her parents and her grandmother. Uh, they take you to the, well, they follow slash lead you uh, to the back of the house, more where the library and study would be. Um, there's plenty of chairs in there for people to sit around. There's many books, manuscripts, tomes, all about various plants, various aspects of nature. It's a nice skylight letting the sun in the first time you've, well, today being the first time you felt the sun on your face in quite a long time. Uh, they she open. strategically sits so that the sunlight is on her. Can we get a mug for our friend Volcare over here? Oh, coming right up. Just uh, standing quietly in the corner. The uh, Cassian goes back to the kitchen, comes back. He's like, all right, lad, drinking buddies. Let's go. And hands you the mug. In the beard. Well, he's, he's got it. He's just, he also has a helmet on. Oh, 
come over and if he'll let me, I'll start like unbuckling the helmet. Uh, he he keeps trying to move. It would seem. <laughs> like, ah, fine. Hold still. <laughs> and he'll, for the first time ever, take off his helmet. Take it. And so for for the you first time, he's got. So so since it's first time removing the helmet, is uh. I said probably pulled up as he would have longer like jet black hair and relatively tannish skin, not like I've been out in the sun for days tan, but average tan, I guess. You know, reasonably attractive. Not, not, nothing special, but uh I don't know, he's got like the piercing emerald green eyes. Not quite what I expected, but we'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> Set his helmet off to the side. <laughs> got time to rest. He'll go ahead and pull out his little hairpin or hair tie, wherever he's got to yeah. let it <laughs> fall. Good, he's letting his hair down. He'll get around here nicely just fine. Yeah. <laughs> bad, bad, bad helmet hair. He's <laughs> 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 almost all like plastered down. He's letting his hair down. He'll get, he'll get along great around here. Puts helmet back on. <laughs> that, that pun was awful. Say, oh, do you like some? <laughs> you hear muffled from under the pile of fur children. Oh, all right, you you have fun in there. <laughs> uh, Eslin, they are. They've led you to the study and. They do take the time to open a couple of the windows in here to let a little bit of fresh air in, seeing that you're trying to situate yourself over uh, to that side. And your grandmother sitting down, having recomposed herself. All right, uh, fill us in. What happened? I, I've changed our whole way of life. For the better... But the important thing is that Morgul is gone. Morgul is wiped out of existence. We did what we were aiming to do. The egg is gone. The power that was in the tree was in me, which is how I met great-grandmama she helped me do what I needed to do among hundreds of others and then when it was done she and three others watched over me while I rested and her family would know what the green robe means I see um that is quite a bit that's happened. And that's just the beginning. I'm so happy to hear that Mother is free. She's... Again, it's the closure that I've needed for a long time. But have you spoken to the High Guardian about all of this? Yes. Um, <laughs> she knows that the egg is gone. Our ghoul is gone. The tree they... is a normal tree now. Mm-hmm. And now we have to figure out what to do about the advancing army. 
that now has absolutely no reason to be here. Except to kill us. That is also true. Um, unless, of course, they plan on just wiping us out for the sake of revenge for you destroying their master plan, apparently. <sighs> she closes her eyes for a moment. <laughs> I... <laughs> and she's looking each family member in the face as she's talking I am concerned for what the High Guardian will think of all of this. They're a wonderful person, but they also are very bound by their traditions as well. That is typically the station of the High Guardian. I have some theories on direction that our lifestyle, our city, our people can go, but I don't know if she'll listen to me because I'm so young. But that is for another day. Um, Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> there was a lot going on down there. We have no idea how long we'd been gone until the Guardian told us two and a half days. No concept of time. For the sake of brevity, you continue filling in your parents and your grandmother on what all has happened, giving them, in, in this short amount of time, a very condensed version of everything that happened from the strange kobolds that were down there the traps the skunk tornado <laughs> skunk blender maybe don't that tell them about that told. one naya will be telling it everywhere oh, i'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure naya my, in, will be telling eslin's brothers in about my that. head canon eslin is having this serious conversation and you and everybody else are laughing about it in the beer room uh-huh yeah, yeah, pretty much. It, in the background, you just see like blurred images of Naya and everyone just and just laughing and chugging beer. And, and her pantomiming the skunk. Right. Except Sale, who's still in the blind. You know, Eslin wasn't exactly happy with killing the skunk the way it went down. Too bad we don't have a bard. We could have a full song, you know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> By now. I have a feeling that between this party, eventually there will be a song about Eslin and the skunk and the wind wall. So I'm going to ask, uh, (laughs) before we go into the events of the evening, Hammer is making a hammer. Rhyolite is shopping. Rhyolite is shopping for another Rhyolite. Yeah. Just follow the pattern. Naya yeah. has to be looking for another Naya. Yep. Uh, Naya is or Naya and Volkira both drinking with Cassian and Rysand. I am drinking slower than I am making it out to look yes. like I'm drinking because Sayola is in the room and I want to make sure he's okay. Mm-hmm. Also, Volki very obsessed with the uh, baby owlbears. Yes. Oh, I'll introduce you to just, Coral. This is from a distance. <laughs> yes. No, I'll, I'll introduce creatures. you to Coral. <laughs> no, don't hand him the owl there. You won't get it back. <laughs> when, when you pick up Coral from, like, the blanket piles, he'll just, like, 
I'll bring her back in one second, and I will. Cuddles back into the pillows. <laughs> yeah. I will bring him, bring her to you for scritches, and then I will return it back to the cuddle pile. Naya, roll an animal handling check oh, for dear. me. <laughs> uh, you know what, just because I'm feeling generous, you rolled a 17. Oh, cool. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, the... It's an ability the... check, you get a plus two. The the owl bear kind of turns around in your hand, looks like it's gonna try to snap at one of you, and then Volkir manages to hit just that one Six. spot, and it flips over onto its back, and its right leg starts <laughs> kicking up in the air. Happy leg. <laughs> Hammer, your weapon is complete. Mm. Rylight, what is it that you are shopping for? I actually need to know. Uh, just uh, vials and parchment. Okay. So just super plen- simple. Yeah, plenty of that to be found. So uh, Rylight would go to the local general store or whatever. All if- of the shopping is done in the Worldsmiths foundry. Okay. So yep. uh, you would... Give me a perception check. Because of where we are, would it be the Dollar Tree? Daggone it. How did not one of us think of that when we first got here? Volkir's gonna die first. I was a little preoccupied, sorry. Uh, you said perception. That's a 16. Ooh. Uh, you do happen to Minus see one. Hammer working on a hammer with a hammer. Hammer's making a hammer with a hammer. Rayleigh would start walking and no. be about halfway Hammer's past hammering and look a hammer over with see a hammer. it and go, later, I have other things. I, I, I must get my it's vitals. definitely hammer time. Hey! <laughs> it's one of um, those days, apparently. So, Ryo would go to the, uh, uh, you just said the fucking... Worldsmith's Foundry. Worldsmith, I, for some other reason, was thinking something else. Worldsmith Foundry, and just find someone working there and go, can I have some vials and parchment if you have it? Um, I mean, Ooh, and a flask. Scratch yeah. the parchment. Just give me a flask and vials. We have plenty of those things, but you'll have to pay for them, of course. Damn. Uh, <laughs> give me... And he pulls in, uh, goes into one of his pouches, sees that he only has 13 gold. Uh, give me a flask and as many vials as this will give me. I will let you math that out. Okay. <laughs> no, come on, DM. That's supposed to be... I think uh, vials are one gold each. I could be wrong. But I will figure it out, yeah, and like then last, I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one gold each. And I just gotta find out how much a flask is. I watched this game like 30 gold. One copper? One copper? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's, Maybe you will get that parchment. Uh, that's a hundred vials per gold. <laughs> Wait, a vial is no, a flask is one copper. A vial is one gold. Oh, yeah. So okay. I only buy one flask. <laughs> okay. And I buy, uh, for brevity's sake, twelve vials. Okay. And you could still buy parchment, probably. I think parchment is actually kind of expensive oh, because okay. it's like the, a magical. Parchment. The magical parchment for oh, spell scribing is expensive. Stuff, okay. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's why I have vials right now. Because I have a plan. Oh dear. 
yeah, it's not going to be a good one. We're definitely not going to want to do it at this town. Um, and <laughs> Ryo would just go, thank you. But have a good day, night. In my hairline evening, at him again. Tree time place thingy. Bye. <laughs> Having finished your activities, Hammer, you have Hammer. completed it. Do you wish to attune to it? After I get back to where everybody else is at. Okay. Uh, so you manage to get back to where everyone is. Everyone's back at the Estrella household. Dinner's been brought out. And more dinner. Great. Yeah, more dinner. <laughs> more drink to be had. Uh, breaking out some of the family mead in order to help ease the tension of everything. Should everybody want some? I would definitely drink that. Yes. Aslan is sipping away at a cup. After she has got upstairs and bathed and now is in more of her usual shimmering outfit. I should have bought another shirt. (laughs) I'm sure Ryslan will lend you one. (laughs) Ryslan probably would lend you one. For a price. (laughs) Hair back in elaborate braids and yeah. Looking more like herself. I go prod the sail pile. <laughs> <laughs> Food, darling, come eat. Didn't we already eat? <clears throat> no. This you, is this is getting into the evening. This piled. is a few hours later. This is dinner. Yeah, you slept through breakfast, lunch, brunch, everything. First breakfast, second breakfast, elevensies, <laughs> luncheon. We have a sign of that in our kitchen. Um, he, he just kind of like looks mildly confused for a second, like he did, completely lost track of time, and then and then gets up and and like sort of plops down in his seat, starts eating. Coming back from Scary Tree Dungeon is overwhelming. <laughs> scary One Tree Dungeon is overwhelming. You do have to attune to that armor, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody would like to attune to anything, <clears throat> now would be the time to do so. Yep. I kind of figured during the whole day, like, right after coming back from the shopping and seeing the teleport, attune to it. While they're all, like, in the other room eating, I'll attune and bond. I'll remove the bond from the scimitar and put it on the new hammer. Okay. So, in assuming, or in attuning to this hammer, you're holding on to it. The energy still feels a little weird from it. As you begin to concentrate... You start feeling a uh, ripping sensation, almost like from the soles of your feet. And you look down, you see your shadow separating from you. And as it does, it rips from you, dealing 6d8, I do believe, damage to you. Necrotic what? damage. <laughs> oh. Hey, Marie, oh, wait, you're okay. almost at 100 HP. I don't care about you. Twenty. Wait, so we're take, at level six and he has almost a hundred health. Yeah, I have seventy-nine. So you yeah, take I don't want to talk about it. twenty necrotic damage 70. 
as your shadow is ripped from your body and absorbed into the hammer itself. I'm at 44. And none of us noticed this because he's in another room. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you'll, you'll hear me. Yeah. <laughs> he'll just and just scream as he takes the necrotic damage. I'll take yeah. off running towards mm-hmm. the sound. Following her. So you... Try not to fall out of the chair. You, get make, out of it. you make your way into the room where Hammer wasn't. Every, like, everybody at the table gets up to chase it down because... Hearing a Warforged scream is an interesting sound. Especially in a household. <laughs> Scraping metal. Like ours. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds like a garbage disposal. And you see <laughs> Hammer <laughs> wielding a new hammer in his hand uh, that is blackened. And the ends of it, where it was just a normal hammer when you picked it up, just a blackened hammer, now have visages of black dragon heads coming out on either side of it. Well, I just wouldn't want it like one. So just, just like just like, just like this, it's just the black dragon. Okay, so just one black dragon head. Pardon me. Are you alright? And what is that? What did you do? I forged a weapon to defeat our enemies. And like, you look at it, it's just a black hammer with this massive black dragon head on it. You did have the ashes. I did. Okay. Are you all right? What was that sound? That was me. <laughs> Hammer coughs and some sort of alchemical fluid like comes out of his mouth. Are you damaged? A little bit, not too badly. I believe it was a side effect of the weapon. Of me absorbing the magical properties. Well, it looks cool, at least. You feel all right. I don't feel any different. What do you need? What can we do? Mm-hmm. I don't believe you can do anything. Considering you're surrounded by druids <laughs> with healing abilities. Yeah, can I mean, somebody can, else heal? Because I don't... Oh, he's good. Yeah, but if, like... I meant between sure Grandma right. and Mom and me. I imagine the hammer looks so much that, just black. Kind of. Well, there's a there's a picture. It's just yeah. There's a it's a much bigger hammer than I would have wanted. Yeah, it's just that was the closest picture I could find to it. Nice. Oh, okay. as I play, as I turn the play down. <laughs> that's okay. I'm pretty sure that's the one I sent you. Or the same one I sent you. Uh. Balana puts her hand on your shoulder, and you are healed for 11 hit points. So six? No, 11. She'll 21. Okay. Warforged only takes half healing? I don't know. Okay. Ryo knows if you get Damn, is smiling. something else. I am concerned. Warned against it. I think we can all use with a night of food, a night of drink, before any battle or serious discussion, and my eyes kind of turn to Ryo, happen. Unfortunately, as you say this, an alarm bell rings from the wall. I got my head half a day before the time is up. 
Naya curses and draconic. No, you didn't. I understood that. <laughs> Everyone heard it. Ryu hears the curse word, doesn't know it because it's in a language he doesn't speak, but starts repeating it. Oh dear, that's what I like. Everyone <laughs> He's like a little kid that you accidentally yeah. say the curse word one too many times, and then that's all they uh, say. CJ seems to flinch and look at you funny every time you say it. When your spider knows We're a language, you don't. Just a second. Um, the alarm bell continues to ring, and the rest of the house starts to rush out to see what's going on. What does occur? <laughs> Are the rest of you following? Yes. Yeah. Hook my drinking horn. Sadly empty. On my belt with a you sigh. You drank four gallons of beer Not in a day? Not by myself. We. <laughs> and four people drank four gallons of beer. Again, have you met my I brothers? Actually, absolutely. Also, Rysan and Cassian both okay, drank okay. them under the table. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, not oh, okay. yeah. purposefully not drinking a lot. I, she was looking after Sayo. I'm just thinking, okay, four <laughs> gallons between four people. That's a gallon a person. I'm like, it's a lot of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, once Jeremy made sure that Eslin was okay and ended up getting like totally fawned over by mom and grandma and went up to get cleaned up, Jeremy was drinking too. Yeah. Okay, so there's a lot of people. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sayol is totally fine. He's just, did, a lot of things happen. He wants to chill. The sound of the bell stops just as everyone gets outside. <laughs> and as you all look, you see the lifeless corpse of the druid that was ringing it fall from the top of the That's wall. That's what I was afraid yep. of. Okay. I think he he's just friend. sleeping. He's really not, fam. <laughs> In front of you, seemingly stepping from nowhere, Therox appears. So, seems that you have gone and destroyed our quarry. What is to stop me from destroying this village in response? Did you really think that that wouldn't happen? What was the promise he made? Any promise Give you a three days head start. How close is he to us? He is about 60 feet away from you. Okay. He has, at the very least, learned to keep his distance. <laughs> Wonder why. That ain't far enough, fam. I know. <laughs> oh, if I may. Everybody cock your sail. <laughs> <laughs> hammer, what are you doing? I am going to sit my hammer on the ground mm-hmm. and yell at him, No, he's right here, and cast catapult towards him. Yes. Okay. Is that a save from him? Yes. Catapult's a weird spell. I have a hard time it understanding is, it's it. It's such a great It's spell. really. My Eldritch Knight in another campaign had it, and it's like. It's a good spell. I was cracking into a gorgeous. I'm assuming thing. he made it. <laughs> I need to pull up, up his stat block quick. Like metal. Like ingots. I believe it's my spell save. My spell save is only 13, so. Oh, then yeah, he absolutely <laughs> succeeded. Um. 
do you cast catapult? What are you throwing at him? The hammer I just made. Oh, you chuck the <laughs> hammer at him. Okay. Oh, you, you might just not catches get that it. back. <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you chuck the hammer at him, and he sees throw. it. He cocks an eyebrow, and he sidesteps where it is. That's my bonus action. I'll mm-hmm. back in my oh, hand. Oh, that's right. Okay. Forgot. Very well. I'm like, why are you throwing your weapon? It is death that you all have chosen. He opens his mouth to speak, and the ground rumbles. And he stops. He goes up to look, or he looks behind you. The ground shudders again, and the sound of cracking earth can be heard. Zeke has summoned to ask. No. <laughs> the ground quakes for a third time. And you hear a deafening roar. You turn around and look the direction of the tree. Just through the Sildrian spire gate, having been left open, a massive skeletal arm comes from the ground. Aslan? I guess this is good as mine. A second one. And the head of a skeletal black dragon emerges, crawling its way from the ground and roaring, You shall never defeat me! He roars under the skies as the skeletal visage of Morgul, held together by his hatred and the remaining evil magics, burrows its way from the ground and stands in front of the tree. I don't like when the DM reaches for secret... So Buddy, can you not? Good old minis. pal. We're it's actually coming to this I've seen this uh, little bit of knowledge I had from Monday. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, he goes on it. this end. He goes on this end. I forgot. I moved it around. Oh, yeah. He's behind could, us. Could I have grabbed his helmet on the way out? Sure. And I'm just clunked. I assume he has. <laughs> I, I assume he had put it back on by now. But this is where we are going to take a break. Oh, good. I have to be. Is that Hero Forge? Yeah. Okay. I noticed the base. Nope, we're good. All right, we are back. So, as you guys turn from where you are in the middle of the city through the gateway of the Sildrian Spire Gate, you see... A skeletal Morgul clawing its way from the earth. I disbelieve it. Eslin, I thought he Can was he not? I thought he was too! He was Ash! I saw him destroyed! No, 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 this isn't good. Um. What do you mean this isn't good? You came here for him! 
I came here for him. I plan to resurrect him, not this. Oh, that's not a good sign if you're scared! <laughs> Does that mean you're going to help us? Actually, I think I'll take care of this myself. Cool. Oh, you go right ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And Have fun. <laughs> he teleports away. Swearing in Elvish. And her mother is looking at her like, hey. I learned She's obtaining you. the mom look. Wait, the bad guy said that? The yes. Okay. Sidira looks at you, Eslin, what's going on? I thought... I have no idea. This... He this, was gone. He was... It was done. This doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel right. Just hide the hammer behind the back. <laughs> we should... We, we should go. We should... And as she begins to speak, troops rush the gates of Eldrick. And she turns and looks. No, you should go. We have a city to defend. It's my city, too. Yes, and you are needed on the other side. I doubt that whoever that man is will be able to deal with this alone. Go. All of you, go. I go home. Make sure I have my weapons. And I follow her instructions. Alright, well, uh, I would like to ready a spell. I don't know which spell, though. Like, once we get there, fire off this spell <laughs> of murder. Oh, it is more than 30 feet away from you, so it is going to take a couple of rounds of combat for you to get there. Well, their combat. You guys are still just moving uh, to get make your way over there. Are we within a hundred feet? Not yet. Okay. You are you are half a city away. Oh, no, I'll just roll it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that more than four hundred feet? Away? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So as all of you. <laughs> As all of you rush ahead trying to get over here to figure out what's going on, the sounds of combat start behind you as the defenses of Eldrick, the people of Eldrick, begin fighting against the armies of Therox. You get to the river where the platform is still there for you to be able to get across. As you get there, you see Therox teleport up into the air and go to bring down the war pick that he keeps at his side. And he gets swatted out of the air <laughs> like a fly. <laughs> and lands at your guys' feet. Very audible laugh. Very audible <laughs> Uh-huh. Would kneel down and go, so how do we think that went? All right, perhaps we should work together this one time because he is going to ruin everything if we do not do something. Ruin everything oh. how? Oh, so you're asking for our help. Okay. Just make no, sure I'm telling you, if we don't work together, we're all going to freaking die. You did this. No. Yeah. You started it. My sweet elven woman, you did this by destroying the phylactery and not the magic with the lich. Yeah, good job. We wouldn't have gone after it if you hadn't have come to my home. Mm, it's almost like being a good person, actually, you know, 
makes the world a better place instead of being a Either moron. Either way, let's deal with the problem in our issues anyway. later. <laughs> For the love of war, fine. We fight together <laughs> to end this. <clears throat> and he grabs your hand, Naya, and pulls As I extend up. it to him. Yeah. I pull him up. And, and I'm glaring at him the whole way. Well, so you got a mini fridge, <laughs> Absolutely. There's just a little bit of claw print. There, there, there might be a pretty good squeeze and a glare the whole <laughs> way up, but I help him up. Uh, he doesn't seem to notice the squeeze, but he notices the glare. And with that, I... What? What? I figured out... <laughs> so I figured out which spell <laughs> I was holding until we're in range uh, is uh, Chromatic Orb, third level. Okay. Uh, do poison damage, because you should only be immune to acid. Yeah, I want to start taking pot shots when we got within 400 yard or uh, range. Okay. 400 um, yards? Or whatever. It says 100, 400. That's, that's, that's a lot feet. of yards. Feet, yeah. yeah, I was like, that, that's a lot of feet there, bud. It's a disadvantage. Why? Why would you waste it? Honestly, Naya has a crossbow. She could also do the same thing. Although I don't think it's going to do anything. I'm assuming a 15 does not hit. Negative. Wait, what? What? Are we rolling to hit? Well, I figured I could attack at least what, like three times before we get there. Nice. Is that oh, a hit. one there, bud? It was a it was a one and a two. <laughs> Suppose I should actually, you know, roll for. Does a 21 hit? Uh, yes, a 21 is going to hit. I assume you're attacking the dragon. Yeah. No, we're actually uh, attacking uh, pedestrians. Pede yeah. Once yes, I get pedestrians. within 320 feet, I can also start taking pot shots. Uh, once we get within 90 feet, I can just... Pew. Yeah, I need 120 feet. Okay, uh, 17. That should be a plus 9. Where's my... I was going to say, the other one's at my house to paint. I've never painted him. Oh, the guy with the... I've got the big guy, yeah. I've got him too. I guess I'll run and go ahead and use my uh, one of my charges to uh, get a little bit of temp HP. From All right, so you go ahead and cast Armor of Agathis. How much damage? I only, well, I only rolled three times. I figured that was... And I got one hit for eight damage. Ooh, not 55, just five. Jesus. <laughs> that would be the most OP spell ever. Okay, so before I factor in that damage, let us roll initiative. We're rolling initiative when we get into a certain distance? The the initiative is being rolled after this exchange with Ferox. Okay, well, uh, does a 26 hit? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't know if I could take any shots with my crossbow on the way. Yep. I, that 320 uh, feet is all. So that would give you two shots. Okay, and at disadvantage, correct? Five correct. D8. I do not have enough to eight out. Although when it's initiative, I roll really freaking okay. good. An eight doesn't hit. <laughs> I'll trade you. And neither does a nine. So both my arrows go. My yep. both both my crossbow bolts oh, go wide. Cool. I was like, okay. I try to pick it up because I'm like, seven or seventeen. Seventeen. Twenty or higher. Oh, 
I forgot to roll for. Oh, he, he just goes last. He just goes last. At 20. What did you do? Yep. Fifteen to nineteen. Eighteen. Sixteen. Come on. Come on. What? I rolled a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I got a nine plus my three, so twelve. <laughs> oh, I rolled a seven. I have advantage. I eleven. <laughs> I rolled a six and an eight. Why you do that? <laughs> All right. Really? Ten to fourteen. Twelve. Eleven. Oh no. <laughs> With advantage, I got an 11. Alright, who was the 12? Me. Eslin. Can I just catapult myself 25. out of this? 25 no. damage. You weigh more than okay, 5 pounds. One moment. Yeah, I know. Just well, if I, I do it to level away. 3, if you, if you cast I mini on yourself, and not then not catapult. Have enough yeah, it's Apparently, get the spider over there and cast Bane. Jump. You feel like Bane doesn't cry. CJ? Yes. Eat him that way. Yes. <laughs> Eat. <laughs> All right, let me put this into the initiative tracker. I'd be oh, no. We get him over there and then I get him back to you. There we go. Oh, Lord. I've got all kinds of cool new beast shapes now. <laughs> Well, Kira, I'm proud of you. You actually rolled a high armor class. Not armor class. Initiative. <laughs> initiative. Jeez. I am. We, we roll. Give me a second. I want to see if I get better or worse. 18. My armor class now is 18. Uh, no. <laughs> Can I use that initiative? No, I'm good because mine would be a two. <laughs> I use mean luck. It hits you. <laughs> Although that That's was a 17. Stupid. Falls from the tree in God's you name. Head. You die. <laughs> <laughs> it is considered no. Would it be people. a magical attack anymore? I don't know. A, a mm. stick falling from a tree? From the tree. Uh oh. 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 That did not work because there's a mini there. I I think if a yep. stick there, falls there from the tree, you're gonna die anyway. Therox is going last. Did you nat one? No, he rolled a six. Ah. He doesn't have great decks. But he saves from my hammer throw. I do. I do have great decks. I have and you have advantage. Plus three to my initiative. So exactly how did four people, well, one person <laughs> makes sense because nat 20. So, Morgul is going to kick off this I combat. Like I don't like it. I hate it. He looks at all of you, morsels in the way of my life, the way of my rebirth. I will reduce you to bottles of acid. And he is going to open his mouth. And I suppose I should give you all the opportunity to where those black squares are to place yourselves how you would like to be placed. Like the ones all the way in the back? I would have Correct. been yelling at everybody spread out. Yes. On the way up there. Ryo really so doesn't want to start running towards this dragon. So behind or in front? Behind. Uh, Naya, Naya also has he? 40 feet of movement, so it's probably close to the front of the pack. Yeah, so uh, Naya's, I just hit the mic. Naya's yelling at everyone to spread out. And I got my familiar will be <laughs> like 70 feet in the air. 
And then you picked up a. Now where do you want to be at? Therox. You, you picked up a Therox, okay? That's good. How far? Right by the throat. Let's go. You're coming with us. No, they're gonna be. Oh yeah, he said that's for. Yeah, gonna be landing in front of us. So I'm imagining is all right. Right to jail. Okay. Is that right, or do you want us back farther? Nope, that's good. Naya and are out. As he flies here and hits us that way. Yeah, he, he's he lands right here. <laughs> I just want oh, to be dead hey, center. Nice <laughs> How far are you on? Uh, 40 feet ahead. No, from. Oh. I, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see. Say, wait a minute. Okay, so then he's uh, right here then. I need to see. Three of those. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah, definitely reaches them. Oh, I'm not liking this at all. It reaches me. He is going to shoot it between Therox and Naya. I need dexterity saving throws from both. Correct. Certainly. I hope you can see it. Nope. <laughs> Invisible acid. 22. Okay, Therox is going to decide to pass. Stupid legendary resistance. Oh. I was like, Therox is going to just be like, nah. I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, anyway. all I was thinking, <laughs> Therox is going to decide to pass. Dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jumps into the Oh, acid. gosh, that was a oh. lot of dice. 18d10s. Now 10d8. It's not much better. (laughs) (laughs) Like it. 24d4s. Yeah. 21, 22, 23, 24, 32. Max on my hit points this round, though, so I got it to pull 10. 44. That was close. I got a total of a 10. 50. I don't like the numbers he's 56 saying. points of acid damage divided by 2. 56? That'd be 28. Mm-hmm. So 28 points of acid damage. You're so immune to acid you. damage, right? No. So your next feat <laughs> should be Shield Master. Because <laughs> then it would have been zero. I put myself back down to the hit points that I had while down in the cave. Hey! <laughs> Therox is not just dead. <laughs> Therox is in pain, but Therox is not just dead. All right, Volkir. Oh, boy. You are faced with the undead, for some reason, bipedal effigy of Morgul, the caustic rune, whom you thought dead but was brought back together from sheer force of his hatred and anger. <laughs> what do you do? The only thing I can really do is I'm going to get closer. Ah. You can use your action to dash. You can dash if you want. Unless you got a range spell. Or yeah, I can hit him from there. Okay. It won't do much since he hasn't taken damage. I'm thinking so. Don't close that. Uh, no. Yeah. Wait. Because, uh, yeah. She never rolled rocks. her damage. Did you yes, roll her? Yeah. I rolled twenty. Oh, yeah, yeah. You both uh, took pot shots. I, I forgot about that. Both mine. No, yeah, I I hit him, and so did she. Oh, good. You hit him. Told the dead. 
All right. <laughs> that works. Nice. Let me find out where my d20 went. I think uh, I rolled one, two less d8. Two d12. Whatever. Because he's been injured. How did I get a 14 on a d8? Uh, that is going to be a 15 to save. Pretty sure Wait, wins. for yeah. constitution? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. That is a 14 to save. Ah, yeah, he makes it. Oh, that's unfortunate. Oh. What is your save? 14? 13. Ah, bro. Ah, it would have been just under max damage, though. With that, I suppose we better break out a new playlist. No? No, we don't need a new hey, playlist. I, I listened to you make this one. Yes. Oh, dear. It's actually has really cool songs in it. Song, uh, that, for, that spell has uh, yet to do anything. The <laughs> what? Hold the dead? Yeah. Uh, yeah I think it's because it you have to rely on their save. That's what sucks. Yeah. yeah. I much prefer spells where it relies on whether I hit or not. Rhyolite. Also, when Shit. you vault your dex, if you want to I completely forgot two, I was Because you were within 10 um, feet of me. I, think I saved anyway. But I know, know, but you would have. Rhyolite would like to get all the way up right in front of the thing. No. Um... I yeah, grab no. Rhyolite and yeet him backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeet him into the river. <sighs> As he runs past. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Crap. Balls. Um, Any other words of wisdom? <laughs> Heffalumps. <laughs> and woozles. You beat me to Rhyolite <laughs> would see this have some very small celestial words to say under his breath. You get a look from Sale. <laughs> Listening intently, understanding every single word you're saying. <laughs> Seeing both of those, goes, that's interesting. Um, deal with that later. And then cast a resistance on himself. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> okay. Eslin. Yeah, there's like six bottles in there. Um... You have to ask for Okay. Um. Which one are you looking for? I don't know. I don't remember. Which is. Which is. Which is. Which is. Which is. Which is. You are already yes. at 120 feet. You're already at 120 feet. That's true. Okay, move me back 10 more feet. And you are outside. <laughs> okay. I don't know what spells you took. But... Call lightning? Never mind. Please, Please cast call lightning. Too much. Well, it's one of my favorite spells. It was either that or moonbeam. <laughs> Do call it. This is more damage, and you can wild shape and still lightning bolt. All right. <laughs> and more lightning for you. You don't have to listen to me. No. You want moonbeam to mean boom. No. Moonbeam. Mean boom. <laughs> mean boom. <laughs> <laughs> guys, mean boom. It's spreading. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go boom boom. I just, I love this spell. My husband and I are nerds enough that the first time we kissed, we actually made a joke that it was like call lightning. Therefore, I, don't I love that I know whether spell. to be disappointed or proud. <laughs> the answer is disappointed. Proud appointed? Proud dis... Nervous pr- Disapproud. <laughs> Disapproud. What? Disapproud. <laughs> okay. I will... Um, I, I wasn't going to run up to it. I was going to run up 20 feet and lightning bolt it myself. <laughs> Okay. Uh, until you can... Fi- okay. Take okay. one step back and one I'm step good. to the right, and then... 
I have to be within 30 feet for it to hit. But it'll still hit. I'm pretty sure he can take a step and do that do that Lightning distance. Bolt. Like, bro. All right. Well, that's right. You didn't take calling because it doesn't work in a ground. Right. Oh, All right. I haven't had it. Third okay. level moonbeam. Well, I also have Lightning Bolt ready. Lightning Bolt is also a good spell. That works. Yeah, let's go with Lightning Bolt. All right. According to the the five foot squares, this thing is almost twenty feet tall. You might yes. wanna, you might want to step to the left a little bit. So you Wait, don't did you make him here? to scale? Yes. Oh no. Let's do that. My name might sound like voltage, but I don't take lightning. Very well. <laughs> no. A stroke of lightning forming a line a hundred feet long and five feet wide. Each creature in the line must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes eight d six lightning damage on a failed save. Or half as much on a successful. He actually manages to fail a save. 8d6. 8d6. Do you need more d6s? I have more d6s. Here's two. Six, seven, eight. No, uh, I'm good. She's good. I'm good. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Me too. Alright, 20 points of lightning damage as you spring it forth and it hits him in the center of his chest. You see the electricity kind of circling around the empty rib cage. And you see he does wince at it. So you've at least heard him. Naya. Yeah, uh, I'm going to. Uh huh. I'm gonna move up in front of Therox. Ten feet of you. I have to be in ten feet of you. Move me to the right square, ten feet from Volkir. Right. Yep. It directly in front of Volkir. Yep. Five. No, over one more. Yep. There we go. That's within ten feet. Thirty. I need. Gotta. Darn it. I need thirty feet. I need to go. I need to be thirty feet away from him. That still leaves you within 10 feet of... uh... Yep, Uh, and I will... At this point, I will lightning breath him. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I would like to rage. (laughs) (laughs) As my bonus action. Very good. You say it's so dainty. Probably helpful. And then I would like to lightning breath him DC 14. Uh, He does succeed. I do 3D 10 now. Very tinkly. Oh, for ten total, so he takes five. Oh, I rolled really bad. I rolled a one and a two. <laughs> yeah, I rolled four ones and a two when I rolled that damage. Slow the pack, aren't you? Because hmm? you gave her the new Dragonborn properties, right? Yes, but she's not close enough to get a I'm second attack. I'm not close enough. To, yeah, I can't. You can breath again. No, only one of my attacks can oh, be yeah, like one. I could fire crossbow bolt at us. Your dragon's breath. Is nothing half breed. That's racist. Say oh, it wait, really kind of ends. A crossbow bolt. Hang on. But I can't do that as she's eating a Twix. Hey, that's racist. 
Uh, I don't think a 14 hits anyway. In other words, one of her nope. favorite candies. <laughs> Salted It does caramel. not. Say oh. Uh, yeah, you know how you pulled out that circle earlier? Yeah. I'm going to need that back. I'm, I'm going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sayol's doing something Here special. Go. <laughs> oh, God. Large and round and fiery. Hold on. I need to... And what bright. is this? It is a dexterity saving throw yeah. on... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. He does make a save. So he takes half damage. He'll take half damage. You got above a 17. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I got a 25 to be exact. Bruh. <laughs> Sometimes they knock each other over in the thing, so I don't yeah, want... I have this crossbow that sat on my belt for, like, the whole campaign. That this is really the first time Four. I've brought it out. Ooh, Ooh. I, I got three sixes. Dang, all right, dun, so... Dun, dun, dun. Uh, nice. 18, 22, 27, 30. 30, so he takes 15, 15. points of... Nice fire damage as Seol who is just fed up at this point wants to get back to the, the nest of fur children <laughs> just chucks a fireball at Morgul and it explodes on the side of his face <laughs> and nobody's seen Seol do a fireball uh, yeah, Naya... so it's just <clears throat> yeah Naya just looks back at Seol with her eyebrows raised <laughs> feral, feral raging looking just huh <laughs> he, he looks so done <laughs> Uh, hammer. Yay. Oh, this is cool. Uh, using the D&D Beyond Encounter Tracker. And when you guys take damage, it actually shows up in my Encounter Tracker what you guys are at. That's cool. <laughs> Out of your max. That's cool. I also get your armor class, your movement speed, and your passive perception. I should cast uh, my... Oh, is that a 13? Yeah. That's a 13. Oh, my bad. Uh, the 18 hit? An 18 does hit. Okay. If he said doesn't hit, I'll just like, let's leave. <laughs> I'm out. Let's leave. Eldred can die. <laughs> out. We don't need it anymore. That's 12 force damage. All right. And that misses. And next is going to be Therox's turn. Who is going to... Listen, if he accidentally runs through my lightning aura, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we kind of need him right now. Fine. <laughs> if, if at the end you trip and get a little too close to him with your lightning aura, or, oh darn, I sneeze and cast lightning aura. He is direction. going to move 40 feet forward. You know... Oh, his turn. Okay, I was like... Mm-hmm. Ah, Spider CJ, thing. no! <laughs> <laughs> there you go, CJ. Right. You are nothing, you overgrown mass of magic. And he is going to hold his ground there. I don't like when the bad guy's scared. Should have called him a lizard. That would have made the dragon more offended. <laughs> to which, it is Morgul's turn. No, thank you. 
Can he not? Are you sure? I think that thunderbolt or uh, thunderbolt stunned him. Thanks for reminding the DM, <laughs> Stefan. Oh, uh, I don't know. To roll to see if he gets his breath weapon back. Stefan's yeah, out. A, <laughs> it's a nice line you guys are I mean, I mean, he's 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 uh, made a cursed weapon. He and is, now just reminded the DM to re-roll for breath weapon. Yeah, I'm sure he would have here. He is going to move forty feet forward in between Naya and Therox. Oh dear. And he is going to turn on Therox. Ooh, no. You I... failed to save me. And is going to... My bad, Holmes. First of all, frightful <laughs> presence, so I need a wisdom saving throw from Naya, do from Volkir. I don't think you do. And you do. from Therox. Uh, I think during rage you're immune to fear. I believe that's only with mindless rage. It is. It's uh, a certain level, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and a, a, what save again? Yeah, a like your wisdom seventh, save. It's like your throw. seventh or eighth level. Twelve. Nope. So you fail. Fourteen. And you also fail as dragon fear sets into both of you. You, Naya, even though you are a dragon, this is your first time dealing with a truly evil dragon. Six. Six. Uh, and you took fighter. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, Therox, what's your armor class again? Okay, so he still hits. <laughs> With the was like, are you asking Therox bite? what his armor class is? Because I'm looking around at all of us <laughs> expecting us to answer and realizing the that claw, none of us are Therox. Uh, yeah. And the claw. Like none of us have the answer to that. <laughs> So BBEG and you kept him from us. So that is 20 damage with the bite. Uh pardon me, that was 26 damage with the bite. That is 14 with the first claw and. 17 with the second claw to Therox. Uh-huh. Look here. You are frightened. Yeah. You cannot move closer to the dragon. You know, part of it, if I cast heroism, is that going to get rid of the fear? What is the effect of the spell? Because I can't be frightened. Yes. Okay. As soon as I can, but it's a touch spell. As soon as you, yeah, you can. I can't get to you. You can move to the. No, you no, can't. I, won't get, I can't move closer. Uh, you can hold your act, hold it as an action until Naya's turn. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Okay. How long is heroism? A minute. Uh, concentration up to a minute. Okay. So yeah, I'll do that. Right. I'll hold it. Right, like. I can't move closer, but I don't have to move at all. For like, like normal battles, has a very stupid plan. Mm-hmm. And he's going to enact That's it. What I mean. He's uh, going. If you, if you, oh, if you move back. Uh, and uh, he's going to drop resistance, and he's going to, as a bonus action, cast expeditious retreat. Fair. So that will 
work for his next turn because it requires a bonus action to do it. But I'm going to start running towards Eslin and screaming, Do you still have your pink crystal? I need everyone's pink crystal. So he has a movement of 25, so 5, 10, 15, uh, 20, 25, and okay. then would use his action to dash. Okay. Would exchanging a crystal be an action, bonus action, free action? That would be... I will allow it on a bonus action, because you're not shoving somebody's uh, potion down their throat. It's just handing an object. Okay, so then... I don't want to do this, but he would move right next to Eslin <laughs> with his hand Start out. Fishing in her pouches. <laughs> yeah, pretty much just going through. Like, where's where's the yeah. crystal hammer? I'm coming for you next. Where's the crystal? Hand him the crystal. Um, is this harassment? Conveniently, I think this might be harassment. it is your turn. And so, then um, also uh, he, after he says that, he looks over at Sale and he goes, "I'm talking about you too." But anyways. I- we're pretty you are far, very far away. away. I don't you, think I you heard hear no mumbling. I, I hear a mumbler. So as the wish moving? to hand him the crystal, it will be your bonus action for the turn. But then you still have your action available to do whatever. Okay. Yep. Hand you the crystal. Okay. okay. A little regretfully, because she's pretty sure she's not getting it back. Nope. <laughs> um. And then she's gonna look at him and be like, "Watch out!" And yeah, third level moonbeam on him. Okay. Which that is going to be a Constitution saving throw on his turn. Well, now and every turn he stays yeah, there. Circle. I do. How big is the beam? Uh, forty foot high, five foot around. Okay, he <laughs> is right on him. Very. Uh, he very much passes a lot with a uh, 29. <laughs> now he's got a healer. I rolled an 18, so he takes half of that. Yep. So, 9 radiant. So, 9 points of radiant damage. After, oh. after your turn, uh, Morgul is going to look at you, Naya. Hmm? And Snarl at him. Carefully. One of his <laughs> wings, the pointed tip, shoot forward towards you uh, with a 24 to hit. No. Uh, I need a <laughs> strength saving throw. I get advantage on those because I'm raging. <laughs> Natural 20. Okay. So 26. Uh, so you take 8, 13, 19 points of piercing damage halved. So it'd be nine. nine points of piercing damage halved as you feel the wings impale you. Fearing what may happen, you manage to grab one of them and pull yourself off of them so you are not grappled. Go! 
Good. Good. I like not being grappled. <laughs> Eslin, it's your turn. I just went. She's went. Or not Eslin, Naya. I was like, what the hell? I was going to say, wait a minute. I can't go closer to the I dragon. No. Nope. But I can attack him from here? You can attack yeah. from here. It's at disadvantage. It's at disadvantage. So what I'm going to do is circle backwards towards Volkir to get within touching distance first <laughs> okay. before I do anything else. Okay. So you step back. The heroism the heroism spell goes and... No, no, level two to give it to both of us. Yeah, no more frightened. Okay. And then I'm going to... Sw- to I have me, 40 movement. I got an hour to get that up there. So I'm going to swing around. You just fuck it up. Hook it on his ring, guys. I'm going to swing nope, around to give. No, he is no. not. I'm going to swing around to give Therix and myself advantage. Okay. Gross. So swing to the left. <laughs> yep. Where are you going? This way? To, yeah, this way, directly across from oh. Theros for ah, advantage. Awesome oh, I don't knock Volkir over. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> Wherever I need to be for advantage for, for that Therix. That works. And then I am going to not use lightning breath now because there. Well, I could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't sorry, see you I didn't over see there. I mean, he probably does creature. have a lot of cool weapons. <laughs> that um, I will take two swings with my axe. Okay. The axe is plus one, correct? Yes. Uh, does an 18 hit? Yes. For... So, uh, I'm using it two-handed, not... I rolled the wrong die. Two-handed, because I have okay. a buckler. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's better. <laughs> Eight plus four is 12 points of damage with the first hit. All right. Uh, so 26 hits? Yes. For another... 13. 13 points of damage. Uh, the bone is very hard. Uh, it actually kind of shakes you a little bit as you strike into it from the recoil, but you do manage to chip out a couple of pieces of bone. Add four points of damage to those because raging and I forgot about it. To both of them, or just no one? total four points total damage, and then um, do my new claws. They're not magical, correct? When you are raging, raging yes, I do d6 damage, but then I do d4 lightning damage correct. on top of it. Well, the reason I'm asking is because I know the buckler does magical damage. I didn't know if my claws did. I was trying to figure out which one would be the better thing to use for the bonus action. I mean, d4 is d4. Right. Crystal. <laughs> um, you know what? I'll zap him. All right. With my lightning aura instead. You have to make a DC 14 deck save. He just rolled a nat one. Deserved it. takes it. four lightning damage. That works. Zap. Still a D4. Exactly. <laughs> Which is why I was laughing when I said it. Um, and that, I think, is what I am doing currently. I am done. That was attack, attack, bonus action, movement. Good. 
Uh, after okay. that, he is going to roar unto the skies, and I need a constitution saving throw from Naya, from Volkir, and from Therox. Nineteen. Sixteen. Okay. So he roars, and it's very loud from your proximity, and you manage to get your ears covered in time, and you are not stunned. Cool. Sail probably still covers his ears from Sail. this far away. Probably. It loud. It is Sail's turn. Yeah, uh, so I am going to use... Uh, twin spell so that I can mage armor myself uh, and then I will quicken do... spell you mean yes that one quicken spell <laughs> not twin spell like how are you twin spelling mage oh <laughs> it's, it's, it's me being dumb that's that's what it is it's um, still spreading put it on the cat <laughs> <laughs> she can share spells with your familiar so you could technically mage armor them without a twin spell what is Nippon Sticks? <laughs> anyway. Uh, and then I will attempt to firebolt him. <laughs> firebolt him. Oh, what were you about to roll? Saving throw? Saving throw for Mind Sliver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, tw- 28. <laughs> Dang. That's going to hit. We almost in the 30s, guys. <laughs> Uh, and then I need 2d10, and I hate things. That is 16. 16 points of fire damage. Rolled a 9 and a 7. <laughs> Hammer! I have so many times up for, for just damage. <laughs> So she will use the help action. Alright. And I will pull out my Corpse Slayer and cast Green Flame Blade. Burn at 20. Okay. So that is... 1d6. So that's a 6. So that's 12 plus... Five for seventeen. Seventeen points of damage. Uh, uh, eight more fire damage. Okay. Uh, oh, sixteen fire damage. My bad, because it's doubled. And I will action surge and cast it again. Okay. Um, 16 doesn't hit. No, 16 does not hit. Um, Yeah, that'll be it. Next up is going to be Therox, who is going to uh, 
make three attacks. For 13 damage, 14 damage, and 16 damage. going to do anything else. Nope, he's not going to do anything else. Oh, shit. Next up is going to be more ghoul. Who needs a constitution saving throw? Who needs throw? a constitution saving throw? Uh, he is going to... Wait, what's your spell save, DC? 16. Alright, he succeeds. He also takes two damage. I forgot to roll. The yeah. Moonsicle actually yes. raises that to 17. He still succeeds okay. with a 17. So he takes that. Mm-hmm. 16, 18, so he takes 9. Or, yeah, 9. 9 points of damage. It is his turn. Um, he is going to flap his wings and fly twenty feet backwards. Oh, okay. And land. So everyone will get an attack of op on him. At advantage. Over here, uh, he's going to take advantage of the line of Naya, Hammer, so and Volkir. So he was here, and you said he moved 20 feet back? Mm-hmm. Uh, Diagonally. Oh. Uh, 15, 20. Right there. So dirty 20 hits. Uh, Dirty 20 is going to hit. 14 total. For 14. No, I didn't know. Going to attempt to repulsion breath and backwards, so everybody got attacks of off, and he yeah. just did it himself. <laughs> so now I'm concerned. So he gets six, <laughs> six slashing plus the three. We're in yeah. Yep. We're not three. Okay. Yeah. All that line and that sail. I don't think it's. It's long. not. I'm not close enough. He gets six oh. lightning damage or thunder I don't damage. Know what he had. And is she the thunderous energy? So he moved Since he moved. He takes another two lightning damage. Yes. Mm-hmm. So a total of 16. Yeah. yeah, that. Take the moonbeam off and set it up. Oh, yeah, that was like yeah. a uh, And he is going to open his mouth 
yep. and spray a line of acid through Naya, Hammer, and I believe he can also hit Volkir. Yeah, each of those are, yep. should be six. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I need dexterity saving throws. Twenty total. Why, Why did you do this to me? And then you're familiar also. <laughs> She's too far in the air. Oh. I didn't know if she was up in the air or not. Yeah. Come on, dice. Don't fail me now. You failed me. Ooh, I get plus two. Uh, that's six. Four. Eight. Four? Nine. Oh, no. I just rolled the Big ol' nine. You get a plus two. He rolled yeah. a four. Yeah, he Still gets a plus two. <laughs> no, he rolled two. Oh. And then he added two. Uh, yeah, I got nine. All right, so <laughs> two, five, seven, eight, ten, twenty, twenty-nine, thirty-five points of acid damage halved for you, Naya. So seventeen to you, and thirty-five to Hammer and to Volkir. Ow. That's a lot of owl. Was like be necrotic instead. <laughs> Thirty-eight. Aggression support coming in. I was gonna smack him, but ooh, don't smack the tree. <laughs> we'll move the tree out of your way. Is it my one? Yeah. Oh, that's mine. Oh, that's yours. Pardon me, I've gotta get I've gotta get Hammer's character sheet. <laughs> yep, that is a lot of out. For Hammer as well. This is why I'm not rolling well. And I'm a crystal on the board. That is that is half of Hammer's HP. That was just over half of what I had left. Uh, after which, Ferox is going to disappear and chaos step in front of Morgul and make an attack. Just direct, like. Not directly in front, off to the side is a better option. Yeah, so that way I can. Because I'm running back to the He's going to hit. For 14. I was going to run back to Seal. I don't. You don't need to. I, I can just. At you. On um, Volkir, it is your turn. You are sizzling in your boots. Yeah, well, but... Toasty. Boop. <laughs> and... You live us go... You're really hurting. You can have all of it. Heal for 30. Boom. Okay. Boop. Okay. That, that's helpful. Lay on hand. I wish I could just... I'm just going to ignore that I have a on hands now because it takes so uh, long to move. I'm going to have to. Yeah, dude, I'm good. 
that puts me back up to. I was gonna heal myself 46. a little bit, but I'm like, I've I've still got 30. And I'm uh, I, I can wait. I was yeah. I was yeah at Hammer 16. is at 35, and Volkir is 38. 38. Okay, well, I would get you, but here, <laughs> unfortunately, you happen to be two hit points higher than Hammer. <laughs> I still got my own healing spell. I'll be okay for now. <laughs> So that's your turn. Yeah. All right. Rylight. Rylight's really oh, not yeah, liking this, uh, and he's really not gonna like this next move. He's so with expeditious retreat, my bonus action can be dash. I can still use action as dash, though. Yes. Correct? So really, I could move action dash, bonus action dash. Yes. Now can I hold my action until people um? give me their crystals and then use that to dash away or no I actually don't know if you can hold a dash action that's where I was like mm, I don't I believe it's usually whatever your attack action is going to be or healing action like it's a spell or an attack or something like that okay oh this is gonna be real bad because we're all gonna be clumped right there then so he would move 30 feet because you okay. guys are 30 feet up which really annoys me because my movement speed is 25, so I have to use my <laughs> bonus action to get one more square up. And then... You're the one who chose no. <laughs> you are the one who yeah, chose no. I know. No. <laughs> I know. I still love it. Uh, I'm going to hold my action to drink my experimental elixir until right. after they all give me their crystals, which now that I'm right next to y'all, I bloody scream, give me your... Not you. I'm coming for you later. Uh, That's give ominous. Me your God damn it. Freaking deity loving pink crystals. I need them. I'm gonna die. And that's my turn. That's fair. All right. Eslin. something up. Yes, okay. Move the moonbeam. Right. Where? Uh, on top of the back, guy? Back, back over Morgul's head. Yeah, back over Morgul. I'll roll the damage for that in just a moment. Tap my circlet. Okay. Bring forth my brown bear shadow form. Okay. Place the brown bear on the battlefield. No, it's of its own volition. She's still on the field. Her circlet allows her to summon, like, shadow clones. Make his con save. <laughs> he succeeds. He takes two points of radiant right damage. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Wait, yeah, where did you just summon the bear? Sorry. Going towards him, yeah. Right there. Yeah. yeah. That's where I kind of figured, but I was like, I don't know. Now, the bear can't still attack, right? At this point? It can still attack. It still gets its turn. Okay. So 
15 on the bite attack. 15 does not hit. The, Five on the, claw. the bone's just, it's too thick for that to punch through. Okay. Are you doing anything else? Nope, I'm good. Uh, he is going to make a wing attack at Therox. What are you doing? My turn. I'm trying to measure something. Yeah, it's, uh... He actually manages Naya. to miss Naya's? Therox. Oh, wow, Naya. okay. It's, he it's has taking legendary a, It's taking a legendary action, yeah. I was so confused. Naya. Well, we all were confused. <laughs> um, uh, you're about 70, 80 feet-ish, I think. So since I got healed... The plan is take a step over in front of Volk here and fire a lightning bolt where it doesn't hit anything else. Okay. Fire lightning breath. So that's a DC. DC 14 deck save. He succeeds. Of course he does. Freaking dragon. Yeah, this is why I didn't use Mind Sliver on him, because he's a dragon. And I'm not that stupid. 13, so he takes 6 damage. 6 damage, as once again, the lightning kind of curls through the ribcage. It'd actually be pretty cool if it wasn't terrifying. And then I am going to move around to, again, flank with Therax. Oh, as a bonus action before I moved, sorry. It's a bonus action before I moved. Can I dig out the crystal and drop it on the ground? Yes. Thank you. Because I can't get to Actually, him. you can you can just flat out hand it. Okay. So to I'll him. Bonus action, dig out the crystal and hand it to him. Yes. Lightning bolt, lightning breath. Make sure I'm flanking with Therax and I get one attack with my Yeah. Axe. That's a 25 to hit. That's going to hit. Four, six, eight damage total with the magic axe. Eight damage. Is that your turn? Bonus action, move, action. Yep. All right. He's going to wing attack you. Uh, 18. That is my armor class. Pardon me. 20, not 18. You are going to take 16 piercing damage. So halved. Eight. Mm-hmm. And I need a strength saving throw. No. Uh, you feel once again as the wing impales you and lifts you off the ground 20 feet into the air. Cool. Say all. <laughs> nice. Uh, I am. How far can I get? Like here? Here? What's your movement? Thirty. Hey, give me one of those uh, thingies. Uh, for thirty feet, you can move four squares diagonally or six squares in one direction. Hey. 
wherever you want to go. All right. You're right here. Sass is strong. Uh, Very strong tonight. Um, and then... Just do spell level one. Uh, I can't use that on the creature. Okay, uh... I don't think I can firebolt him without hitting anyone, can I? Fire you can bolt? firebolt. Fire, you fireball. Fireball. Uh, I mean, put it behind him. Yeah. I mean, I'd hit. What's this? You face? you yeah, are yeah. in the same space as he is currently. Cool. Yeah, oh. So, like, you'd hit, uh, can you make a, a DC uh, 17 there. check? I'm gonna have a plus three dex save, but I'm, I'm also not, grappled. I'm not gonna kill you. I'm being funny. <laughs> um. I just counterspell his existence. He's magic, right? That's how right. it works. Dispel magic. <laughs> Dispel magic does not work. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang it. Oh, All right. Are um, you sure? Wait, I got this. There we go. There we go. Oh, right there. Uh, <laughs> right no. There. Hey, wait. <sighs> All right. I guess we're just doing guiding bolt, and we'll do second level. Yeah, I can't even win ball one because y'all are too close. <laughs> I think that's a 19. 19 hits. That's like, nice. Your turn is after him. Yeah, your uh, turn was before him, and I was like, I'm safe. I can get back out of here. Okay. Nope. Nope. Shit. We went out a little bit closer. I potentially could have heard you yell. I was like, but no. I think we just throw it at you. Gosh, dang it. Hold on. All right, well, <laughs> kind of sucked. Uh, 12 damage. I rolled three ones. 12 radiant damage. And the next attack against him has advantage. Oh. Bro, I don't even remember that. Guiding Bolt did Guiding that. Bolt is a oh, phenomenal yeah. spell. I forgot, I forgot that he did that. Uh, I don't play clerics. Hammer gets uh, advantage if he's the one that attacks, or Therics does, if, depending. Well, currently... Uh, more ghoul is going to make another wing attack at Therox. That's definitely a hit. And that is a significant amount of damage. Uh, however, as the wing goes to impale Therox, he seems to just disappear for a second and reappears back in the same spot after the wing moves. It is Hammer's turn. Uh, no. Hammer is going to move 30 feet diagonally. After giving the crystal? After giving the crystal as a bonus action. <laughs> and he is going to pull out the converger and fire at Morgan. And unfortunately misses. Uh, just, uh, yeah. She's up in the air. Yeah. No, I, I was saying, like, doesn't get... Oh, yeah. Uh, he can move the cat over. The, I don't play his stuff with familiar, so he'll move the cat over 
give himself advantage. Rolls worse. Can't fight through the ribcage. After that, it is Therox's turn, who is going to take three attacks against. Don't forget, Morgul. it's lit up with guiding bolt. Mm-hmm. Wait, hammer. What have you said? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But he would have. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. We're pretty damn positive. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All three attacks hit for a total of 40 damage. And it is more ghouls' turn. He flies away. No. <laughs> the wing <laughs> holding you uh-huh. loops around and he stares at you and grins. Failed dragon morsel. And it's going to take his full round of attacks on you. And because you are impaled, they are all at advantage. Oh. I can't counterspell this. <laughs> so a 22 hits you for the bite. A 27 hits you for the first claw. And 18 hits you for the second claw. Oh. A little late now, but you have had two temporary hit points from heroism. Oh, I can. I can. <laughs> How many uh, hit points do you have right now, Naya? Temporarily, two more than she would have had a second ago. No, because wait? this may kill kill her. And we'll have those two temporary hit points save you. Real fast before you start rolling damage. How many hit points do you have? Forty. Okay. Everyone just keep that. He in has mind. to do like twice like he has to do full seventy over what I No, he could drop you to zero oh, and I then know. if he hits you three times. He's so that is <laughs> That is fifteen piercing damage from the bite. Have to seven. And seven acid damage. You're down to twenty six. <laughs> I know. I'm letting the audience know. Seventeen damage from the second or from the first claw. Is that half? Halved to eight. Rage for the wind. Fourteen damage halved to seven from the second claw. Eleven. I'm at eleven. He just grins at you, and you can hear the acid dripping from his teeth and see it pouring down the bone lower jaw. Okay. Have I mentioned that black dragons are actually, Uh, like, their design is great, but I actually kind of hate them? Oh, I love them so much. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how much I can do from here. I'm going to have to get closer. Smite all your dice into it. Oh, yeah. All the smite. All the smite, all the cold damage, all the things. Kill it. 
Maybe a little more, a little less. Yeah, it doesn't matter, I have enough. Okay. Um, I use my bonus action so I can't do all the fun things, but someone had to make me use a bonus action. Right, I guess we'll uh, take a good old swing. There's a cat on the other side. Yeah, you have advantage. Yeah, take you do have advantage action. from the health action. And you also have a. If you get. 17. Like 17 just hits. <gasps> So that's its oh, AC. Okay. 18's been hitting. I've been worried okay. that that was its AC. Okay, so I got 2d, or technically 3d6. Yes. Because of the cold. I'm just going to go ahead and slap a first. All the things. All the things. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> saving the second level in case we need emergency healing. I'm going to use first level smel spell slot. Smell slot. Smell slot. It's smell still slot. spreading. <laughs> For a smite. So I that's. Mean boom. 2d8. Kill me here in a minute, so it's fine. <laughs> Where's another d8? There it is. 2d8. He's undead. So get an additional. He is d8. undead. So, yeah, I borrow one a d8. Shit. Would Someone you like can. one of the DM's d8? Sure. I was I was gonna give you my green sail eyes. I got DM d8 though. Oh, really well. Well. <laughs> you know what? Let's go ahead and use another charge for my blade. At double the cold damage. Okay. I'm just telling you, you got two trays of dice here if you ever need them. <laughs> oh, okay. That was so, a lot of dice. That was a lot of six. They rolled pretty well for him. That one's, this D6 is tilted, so it's still a two. Okay. Let's get these up here so I can see them all. Okay, so the uh, slashing, okay, so big old, oh, that's fantastic. Two, a big old two for slashing, day, or sorry. Six slashing. Is it double the double the dice for the cold damage, or just two? Double the dice. Oh, no, wait, no, it's two d six for the cold damage. One d six for the cold damage. It's not because it's the upgraded blade. It's two d six. Or no, it is one. one it's a one d six. One d six. So is it two d six? Is your next upgrade? Yes. Is it two? So is it double the number? Correct. Okay, so that would be four cold. So that's total of ten. Now the big one. Yeah. Seven, six, and eight. <laughs> so that is. 13. Yeah, 21. So that's a total of 31. Radiant. Ha. Huh. <laughs> you have his attention. And that's just my first attack. Let's yeah. do this again. Woohoo! <laughs> Paladins are so OP. Uh, Running interference. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 18. So that's a 25 that to hit. And you know what? Let's just do it all again. Okay. I'm out of charges now, but hey. <laughs> Paladins usually blow everything up front. Oh, uh, hey, much much better on the dice. Long term, they're terrible. So Short we got. That's nine, thirteen slashing, twelve cold. That's at seven. 14 radiant. And then down two spell slots. Boop. And boop. And I'm out of charges on my blade. Your oh, blade God. carves <laughs> deeply through the bone. The blade that you somehow feel connected to dragons slices through the pelvic area of Morgul. 
as it does, you are blasted backwards five feet. As orange and violet energy spills forth from the wound. He looks around and he flips his wings out and you, Naya, just go flying (laughs) 30 feet to the left uh, off off the tip of his his wing. wing, Off the tip of his wing. No, no, not like this. (laughs) And his body begins to crack. And as it does, spirals of orange and violet energy begin to fill in the cracks and fill in his eyes. His body begins to morph, growing bulbous, strange growths. The white bone beginning to blacken as though it's been charred. As I cough blood, (laughs) I will tell him, I told you my ancestors destroyed you the first time. We're here to do it again. He turns to you to speak and can't. You watch as the last vestiges of intelligence leave his eyes as he begins to succumb to his own corruption. He looks at you and roars and takes up a bestial stance. And that is where we'll pick up next session. (laughs) I'll just lay here at 11 hit points, thanks. I'm gonna heal you, chill. <laughs> Just maybe remind me that you're at 11 next time. I'm not gonna lie, when you said he's like, like, uh, gaining stuff, I was like, uh-oh, is he about to explode? Oh no, we're all right here. Ha! I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you two would be safe. 